Oh man, me and Jameson get to hang out for the next uh, twenty minutes without Grant here. It's going to be an awesome yeah. last episode he of the NFL know what we season. Said until this gets uploaded, that's true. I'll be honest. How much did I actually listen to this? Thing? Go back and listen. Uh, yeah, uh, many people are saying that might my, be the best twenty minutes of the show it, ever <laughs> of all time, dude. There's been shows where I'm not even here. What are you talking about? That's yeah, probably well, the best. I I mean, we started out strong. I don't know okay. what to tell you. We had the Super Bowl to talk about today. That's yeah. fair. That is fair. Uh, we're going to dive into the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about free agency. We're going to talk about the draft a little bit at the end. Um, we're going to complain for sure about the Player of the Year awards. Uh, all of us are at le- about different ones, at least. Yeah. Um, and we yeah we have some strong opinions today, people. And you're all wondering if we're going to talk about the thing that everybody else is talking about. Hundred percent. We're going to talk about the stupid penalty situation it's a dumb conversation that's what i'm saying sure and uh so tune in listen in uh we're gonna get into that in about 25 Happy minutes popcorn yeah just kick back enjoy your stupid cubicle uh and uh let's enjoy the next two and a half hours together welcome to sports of five for february 16th 2023 with your hosts matt novak and grant hawker What's up, everybody? This is your host, Matt Novak. Right now, joined on the third mic, which is technically the second mic, with Jameson DeFore. Hello. Uh, We are jumping in tonight. Grant's going to come in after we talk about the Super Bowl. I uh, just mostly don't want to talk to him about it. That's why he's not here. Yeah. Uh, We told him that we were going to start doing the recording a little later, and then Jameson and I are just here to talk about the Super Bowl. So we get to talk about football, and then he gets to come talk about hypothetical stuff and things that other things that he is wrong about. Yes. Yeah. This is the secret society. Yeah. This is this is the Matt and Jameson show. Not to be confused with Sportsify. Yes. Uh, but man, we hope you guys had an awesome time like we did on Sunday, watching an incredible game. Uh, what an amazing finale to a really good season overall. Uh, genuinely not surprised that the Chiefs won. I, we all said that. We, we, I think two out of three of us picked the Eagles. That's what I remember. Did you pick the Chiefs? Yeah, I did pick the Chiefs. You picked the Chiefs. So me and Grant agreed for once, which is stupid. That's why, probably why we lost. Um, but you know, what's funny is I picked the Eagles here hundred percent. I'm everybody knows I'm not a better, like a big, a big betting guy, but I did put like, I think $10 on the chiefs and it was, I think this, this wasn't the spread only like two and a half. Uh, I think that's what it ended at. Yeah. yeah. There, I think that was, cause I did it last but... second. I was just my buddy, my buddy, uh, Todd, that, uh, friend of the show that listens in a whole bunch. Uh, he, uh, he was going to put some money down and he's like, well, he's like, I'm doing this parlay. He's like, you just want to pick a winner and, and you can Venmo me the 10 bucks. Cause he lives at a state where he can do those things on mobile. I was like, yeah, go for it. I was like, I'll, I'm going to take the chiefs just straight up to win. And he's like, okay. He's like, I think it's two and a half. And I was like, all right. So they got to win by three. And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, all right. There so locked it. I, I did, did get the W. He also won on his parlay, which is great. Nice. He took the over on points. Well, it was a good, that take. was a good, yeah. That was a good one. He did that, and um, I think he got, uh, and he had Hertz rush rushing touchdown. So it was oh, a yeah. pretty well, safe yeah, bet. Yeah, he slammed that. Yeah. So I mean, though, though it was a pretty safe bet, but he ended up throwing, I think, I think twenty five in one hundred. That's pretty. Good. So I mean, yeah, he got a, he got a little bit of a boost off of uh, which whichever site he was betting through. But oh yeah, um, but yeah, he came out a hundred bucks. So it was a great game, though. Again, I in the end. 
we we asked this question last week. What quarterback is going to have to do more to win this game? We definitely knew that Hertz was going to have to pull it off. We just didn't realize how much he was going to have to do because, uh, dang, his uh, his defense didn't stop anything yeah. um, when it mattered at least. Uh, now, I got to give, I, I, I absolutely got to give some credit. I, I should say they didn't stop any. That's that's a little little wrong. They didn't stop anything, but they did give up a ton of points overall. Some field position battle there um, after the long punt, uh, which we'll get into a little bit. Uh, our punt return, sorry, uh, by the Chiefs, and uh, and that took them inside the the four five. And you know, it was genuinely like not surprising, I guess, to see the Chiefs score points. Um, it was a little su- surprising to see them score points in the way that they did. But in the end, too, I mean, Mahomes just first down, first down, first down, kept taking chunks. And yeah, congratulations to the Eagles secondary, which I said was definitely the weak point of that team. Mm-hmm. You can stop the play over the top, but you can't stop anything underneath. And the Chiefs offensive line. Holy cow. They deserve some Rolexes from uh, Pat Mahomes for that one. Oh, uh, right yeah. Yeah, I think I know where his uh, Super Bowl bonus needs to yeah. go to. The five guys that stood in front of him and did their job on Sunday. Uh, absolutely. Because zero, I mean, zero sacks. The Eagles had, what was it 72, 74 on the year? I don't, remember the, 70. I don't remember the exact number, but they were definitely the sole leader. I mean, they, in sacks. yeah, th- this is a team that, uh, twice this year just about hit double digit sacks in a game and they could not touch Mahomes. Mahomes by the way on one leg. That run that was, was flipping impressive. I think there are three key plays that all kind of went in the Chiefs favor that settle this game. The first one being the the fumble six. Yep. Hurts dropping the ball. The they, next- she literally just dropped the ball. Yeah. That was on 100% on him. No yes. defensive player swatted it out. He dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the punt return, obviously. Yep. Huge punt return. Yeah, good uh, longest, job, Giants. That longest, guy's worthless. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Longest in Super Bowl history. Um, and then the scramble. Yeah. I totally agree. I, it was incredible. Uh, it was incredible to watch those three plays uh, and just see the momentum swing that you could, I mean, you could feel it in the, in the course of the game. When that first one happens, you're like, oh, dang, the Chiefs are still in it. Like when, when Hertz dropped the ball, you, you, you really felt it. You're like, okay, this is, they're, they're, they're going to be in it. And, and you need that play um, because we said it, I think uh, a million times over in the playoffs, it's not about which team can get more takeaways. It's which team's going to give up less. That's, that's, you got to think that way. Yep. Um, and the chiefs played perfect ball. Uh, the Eagles only gave it over once, although you could almost call that punt return a second turnover, right? Like it, the way it flips yeah, right there. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and when that happened, I, as I'm watching that play, I'm just like, oh, dang, here we go. This is how you do it. And uh, and then when it came to that punt return, though, that's where I lost my mind. I because there was obvious um, things that had to happen in this game uh, as you watch it over 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 three quarters develop um you're like man at some point the chiefs need breaks mm-hmm. um they you know everybody kind of saw it they weren't able to throw the ball deep all for a lot of the year 
This is a this is a team that ate chunks away from people. You know, Kelsey getting free, Randos getting free, McKinnon getting yards at mm-hmm. some you know out of the backfield. They had a really great running attack too, yeah. which I really think kept the Eagles on their toes because they had to stack the box. Yeah, loved Orlando Brown's quote. He's like, "Yeah, man, we weren't we didn't know how much we were going to run the ball, but it just started working." Yeah. You know, Pacheco just starts taking off and they're like, all right, five yards of carry. Let's go. That's what he averaged. Dude got, uh, I think it was 15 carries for 75 yards right at five yards of carry. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he ate him up. Yeah. I, I, lo- I mean, I've seen, seen him run. Don't get me wrong. I have, but I didn't get to watch probably as much of the chiefs as I did. A lot of the other playoff teams for various reasons, sometimes just when they're playing and when I'm available to watch a game, but yeah. Um, playing one fewer game also yeah, helps. That, well, that, there's that yeah. too. Um, but uh, dude, that Mad Dog style running like that's very real. He's gonna die young apparently, but like, dude, yeah. it's fun to watch. But he's gonna get paid doing it. Yeah, he's he playing like that. I'll tell you, you, you can mark my words. Uh, I think that kid's got six healthy years in him. Because <laughs> in in in, don't get me wrong, I'm not wishing ill on the guy. It's the style. Yeah, it's the it's smaller, the smaller power guys just don't yeah. have a longevity. Factor. That shoulder's going to give that knee's going to take a shot. It shouldn't because he's trying to get the extra yards and his head is up. That is my big concern. Like when you watch uh, when you watch Kamara run now, uh, Kamara is a pretty head down runner a mm-hmm. lot of the time. I mean, you see him getting ready to duck all the time. Pacheco is the exact opposite of that. He is looking for someone to murder. He got smacked a couple times in this yes, game too. Sauce Gardner got him real good one time. <laughs> yeah, he did. But yeah, he's a he was a great spark plug for the game. The Chiefs had two rookies score touchdowns in the Super Bowl, which is a pretty crazy thing to think about. I know we're yeah. we're talking about the futures of each of these teams, but that's a really promising thing when you're kind of in a rebuild mode almost for the Chiefs, getting rid of Tyreek, kind of just collecting some assets, going through the draft, playing. I think they played like the most yeah. rookies. Or something this season. They played the most numerically. They played the most rookies. They had the seventh most rookie snaps of any team in the league as well. Um, and they go to the Super Bowl and yeah. they win. And the the rookies on that team contribute. Yeah, absolutely. Win, which is insane. And it, and and uh, you know this is one of the youngest. The Chiefs have one of the youngest secondaries in the league. We mentioned that last uh, last episode. Um, you know, McDuffie was a was a big part of that. Yep. Um, he, he started, I believe it was 90% of snaps this year something like that. Yeah. I think he was hurt earlier in the season. Right. And then it's like two games, right? Yeah. And then I think he just took over starting role basically ever since. So. Yeah. And, and, and for the way that they play, it's pretty typical now. Um, you know, you're going to have, if, if you guys ever watch snap counts for, uh, for your team, uh, you're going to see usually about four or five players don't leave the field. You know, a lot typical, like, um, uh, you know, linebackers, usually you've got your two starting linebackers. A lot of teams are going to the nickel package early and often. Mm-hmm. And then your outside corners uh, are your, those are your four, maybe a safety um, or uh, because they'll, they'll definitely rotate uh, more of the free safety position. Strong safety will play a lot, um, but you might ro- rotate out your free safety or depending on what your captain scenario is, uh, you might see some guys, but yeah, usually it's like four guys that play almost every snap on defense, much like your offensive line uh, doesn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and McDuffie definitely did that for, for the chiefs. That was a huge key to them is they just had young legs 
Um, they definitely made some rookie mistakes in this game. That Devonta Smith catch, by the way, real nice. I'm not talking about the one that wasn't a catch. I'm talking about yeah, the one that was. was a catch. Um, was a fantastic catch just to keep his feet in, dude. Like over the shoulder. That was that was Give all that pro guy catch. A couple years, and he'll be maybe a top five receiver. Bro, on when when they're done it's, paying AJ Brown, just move him to the front of the line. Yeah, the kid, like he's the awesome. Kid's a freak. So. Absolutely. Um, he had a great game. Obviously, unfortunately for him, it didn't turn out to be what he probably would have hoped it would have been. But yeah, still great nonetheless. Grant enters. Greetings. Grant is joining us. Uh, he apparently didn't realize that he was supposed to skip the entire Super Bowl discussion. Yeah. Um, so can't you read? The so notes? is it over? Can you read the notes? So is it over? No, it's not over yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> Howdy, everybody. <laughs> we uh, we're just jumping in some of the numbers, talking about a few different things. Um. I, I want to, just while we're talking about the Eagles, I just want to pause and, and give Hertz all the credit in the world. Um, while his, uh, his team in different phases gave up some points that they shouldn't have, and he did make one big mistake. Um, dude was responsible for four touchdowns on the, the day. game of his life. That's the yep. best he, game I've seen from him at any level, I think, ever. Absolutely. Um, Rose the occasion. Take, yeah. take away, seriously, take away about 12 seconds of this game uh, in, in one play specific, uh, and it was. It wasn't flawless, but it was dang near close. I mean, outside of that, you know, yeah, there was a throw or two we'd like to have back. Um, You know, their Chiefs definitely put their hands on the ball a couple of times uh, that he and and it was a little close, but like that's going to happen in every game pretty much. I just, dude, he was so mature. He played so well. Short yardage, all the the way through. He he put it all, put it all out there. Well, I believe going into the half, he only had like one or two incompletions. Yeah. All right, he looked great. I mean, they were up by 10, did his job, and then Andy Reid does what Andy Reid does, makes the adjustments and comes back and kicks your butt. But I think there was that third and 14 that he threw to Goddard. It was yeah. an unreal throw. That was a great throw. And 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 it is the opinion of the host of this show that that is 100% a catch. I thought it was a catch, too. It was a catch. Yeah. It, his That first foot was on the ground as he came back and in possession secures. of the ball. Yeah. You can take a still image of it if you yeah. want. They're literally there. And then he gets the, that second foot in. I don't understand the argument personally. Uh, you're like, well, he didn't get his toe down. Here, uh, hey, armchair quarterback genius. And I understand this is who we are too. But for the love of all things, when literally Mike Pereira is sitting there going, hey, guys, it's it's a catch. Yeah. Like, by, to the letter of the law, he said, well, you know, with our ultra zoom, we can see the toe touching. I, I don't We're remember. Was here. it ruled a catch? It was ruled a catch too, right? Yes, it was it ruled was. a catch. Yeah. So the overturn was going to be really hard anyway. And they yeah. somehow had enough. We've, I, I we've seen it. enough of them go loose in their hands and still get called a catch as they're going to the ground that I'm like, he has it pinned. NFL, it's done. NFL still needs to figure out what a catch is. Yeah, they didn't even figure that crud yeah. out. But, uh, but Definitely genuinely. incompletion, by the way, on the other potential fumble. It's For, for everybody that doesn't know the rule, it's possession. A football move in two steps he didn't or take a, three he didn't, steps. He yeah. didn't he didn't even take one. He literally went he caught it. it. So like he catches plant, plant. and he's planting. So it's like yeah, you have yeah. you have two feet down, right? Yeah. But he, he made make no, a, football move, no football move. Yeah. And he didn't get to step forward to the side or backwards before he got I demolished. Think some people get a little either confused or frustrated with that one because yeah. you you can be just toe tap on the sideline and that's enough for possession for a catch. Right. Like getting two feet down in the open field is not enough. For me, it's like, okay, hold on. Watch it in real time yeah. and ask me if he caught that ball and that he fumbled it. There, and it's like, we can watch the replay all watch day that for the indicators. Shot. He, Dude. He, got, he caught the ball, turned, boom, and then the ball hit the ground. 
I, I mean, literally, I, I feel yep. like it's more like he caught the ball, head went up, and he got slaughtered. Yeah, and like, the rest did the happened. right thing, by the way, by letting it go just in case. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, which I again, applaud the I crud out of that. People are like, "Well, you took the score away from the Chiefs." I'm like, "Well, I'm glad they did also, that." Also, let's but. be real. Are you, if you're, are you really complaining now as a Chiefs fan? You no, they took no, the score. Not. It was just no, in, the, in, in the moment. In the moment, most, yeah. yeah. And most of the complaints that I've heard actually were not from Chiefs fans. I think Chiefs fans are like, "Who cares? We got the W." Yeah, I, yeah. most of them, seriously. And I, I think any anybody should be thinking that way at this point. But mm-hmm. like. Uh, any fan of the winning team, anyway. But I, I just saw a lot of football fans saying, "Oh, that's, that's catching a fumble," and I'm like, "No, dude, to the letter of the law, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's literally not. It's not a discussion. It's not a debate." Um, I watched it live and went, "That's an incomplete pass." Yeah. Well, also some people who don't watch football, like watch watch football, sure, hear a football move and they're like, "What the heck's that?" Yeah. Oh, well, that's fair. But fair and- it's like if you if you watch football, like, you know, the process of it's yes. like a gather step in basketball. Like if you watch basketball, sure. you know, no, that wasn't a travel. That was a gather step. But right. some people might know like, you took three steps. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same thing where you just don't know ball is what it comes down and, to. And and we understand it was a Super Bowl and there's a whole lot of 113 million, by the way, third most viewed anything of all time. Uh, first Super Bowl not involving or. or I think it's the largest or most watched Super Bowl not involving the Patriots is what it is. Rightfully uh, so, too, because so. that up until the end of the game, which I'm sure we'll talk about, yes, was literally right like now. a classic, an mm-hmm. all time. Absolutely. Classic. Yep. I mean, it, yeah, it was absolutely incredible. And, and again, I, I want to give Hertz all that credit. I, I thought he just did an absolutely phenomenal job. Can we also just talk about the cheat code that is the quarterback sneak for the uh, freaking Eagles? Okay. Holy I, cow! I, I saw some discourse saying that the quarterback sneak should be banned because of what they did. And I'm like, no, they opened that rule six years ago. That that six years ago is when you could push from behind. That's yeah. and that's what's benefiting them sure. more than just about anybody. Else. I'm just gonna say this. Stop it. Yeah, seriously. I it, Jason uh, Kelsey is incredible, and that's what's doing it. Yeah, because he has the quickest ball. Two quarterback hand time in the league. Yeah, that's what it is. And all also, uh, he's just might be a top three greatest of what at what he does at his position at his position of all time. Yeah, um, he's and and the dude seriously might have just also had the best season that maybe any centers ever had. Like, zero sacks, mm-hmm. no pressures. I believe we're we're going on two years zero sacks. By the way, yeah, I mean he's that dude. dude is incredible. Yeah, and he is two hundred and seventy five pounds. Like he's not that big. No, for for that's that only, position that's only anymore. Fifty pounds more than I weigh. <laughs> which yeah, Jameson is not more, like Jameson weighs amount. more than I do now. Yeah, which is incredible. We're not shocked at that sitting here no. next to him. No, but um, we're not no. going to explain that right now either. His shoulder is literally almost the size of my head, which is saying a lot. Well, yeah. I did shoulder right before I came here, so you know yeah. they're they're a little puffed. Do out. not yeah. do not sit there and just rub on your own shoulder and arm, Mister Beefcake, sitting in the corner. <laughs> he earned it. I feel like he's earned that right. I'm just gonna yeah. say it. Like I, I just, can't say anything. He so. doesn't put on a, he doesn't put on a show regularly. That's no, true. I do. Uh, and no one else is watching. This isn't a, this isn't a recorded. <laughs> I don't. Yep. And you know we're all we're all grinders here. Like Grant had stuff right before here. I was at the gym right before here. Matt put the whole script together. Yeah, yeah working. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I you was totally just implied I, that he had nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. Like that's totally what that it was. I, well, I, I, I had my got, job. He I had the half, gym. I, got I was, I was out having ice cream with my wife at Costco. That's, that's, <laughs> that's that's I, I got halfway through and I was like, I don't know what Matt was doing today. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I painted some stuff today. I'll see. Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, when's all, when's no, all not, not like not like pretty flowers. You know, like not like a painting. 
like I was I was painting wood uh, to be manly. manly. It was a manly, manly yeah, it was yeah, manly yeah. paint yeah, yeah, job that's right. on a two by four specifically. That's what it was. Yep. Um, dang it, where the heck are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we no, we do got to talk cheat about code. we we got to talk about the uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, cheat code was that, but it was know. incredible. It's just, it's just stupid. It's just stupid that that's not a thing because they was they just they just they figured how to do it. I it's amazing. It it's, and I agree with you. Stop it. I mean, because seriously, Chiefs a, have a, one of the best. The but the Chiefs have one of the best interior defensive lines in the league. Yeah. I mean, they so have stop it. They have the second, third, second or third best interior defensive lineman. Jones like, is like, oh, you're talking just second? I would say second. I'm going to give I Aaron mean, Donald the, one. Obviously, yeah, but this until year, Aaron like, Donald shows that he's not. Or he just retires. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, Jones is probably second best. Athlete. I mean, but I would say that. I mean, obviously, Jones is probably the best this season because yeah. Aaron Donald missed. missed a, I mean, yeah, he is also like yes. still third all time postseason for like sacks and stuff. Too. Yeah, that's so fair. It's like that kind of speaks yeah. to the. I mean, but, uh, but they couldn't right stop it, the and they have that guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, who is a monster? He yeah. just is. I I'm kind of I teeter back and forth on it because I do think that having the ability to like lean into your physicality like that gives teams like the Eagles more of an identity where it's like, uh-huh. okay, you're playing the Eagles this week. Um, good luck yeah. on all of these third and ones. Yeah. Fourth third and ones. one, fourth and one. Like that's part of your game plan now. Like don't let them get there. Cause Absolutely. they're going to get it. And if I mean, everybody I mean, could do it, then they would. And I mean, a lot dude, of them can, it's easier to do it when you can have, sure. a, have an extra show, snap, but figure out the snap count, jump over the line. Yeah. What's well, probably going to happen though. And my concern is that somebody gets yeah. bent backwards and, if a quarterback gets bent backwards and breaks his spine or something weird yeah. like that, when you yeah, have, we're, we're, oh no, we can't do that now. Yeah. It'll get so, changed for next week. Yeah, so, it'll it'll be a 49ers quarterback when so, it happens. I, I'm sure, uh, like, uh, <laughs> or sure the competition committee will like look at it in the off season yeah. and be like, no, okay, no, Teddy Bridgewater, who are we getting? But who, who, come on, yeah, yeah, I I don't think it should change at all. Um, I mean, George Kittle during Super Bowl week was like, man, we need to teach Trent how to play center. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, nobody'd stop that. He's like, we'd be getting four or five yards every every snap. Oh, yes. Your 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 team had a lot of words to say. They had a lot. A uh, lot of, D- Debo's words were vindicated even, too. Even Christian McCaffrey <laughs> said, words. "I hope both teams lose." There was that. Like there was. Oh Ayuk. man, they were spicy. Ayuk was going off. Ayuk, I mean, Ayuk put his money on the Chiefs and won. Just saying, dude I'm called. Just saying, it. but there was a lot of salt from the couch. I'm going to say there, that. Was, uh, there was. I mean, I can understand it because yeah. it's like it's. We feel like we yes. could have legitimately beat them, and totally. we didn't have a chance. Yeah, my friend. Uh, That's I, different than we lost, and now I'm salty because we a, lost. But. A good buddy of mine oh, yeah, who is a he's a Packer fan. Uh, he was like, he goes, do, do you feel like your team's going to get that Dallas Cowboys salty reputation? I'm like, no, no. I was like, this is a different type of salt. The Dallas Cowboys are not great. And they're good. They, they're, they're always good. good. And they have not been not great always. in in three well, decades. That's the most they've been in the last 30 yeah. years is good. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. They have not been great in three decades. Like, that's yeah. that's where we're at. And, I, and, I, and, and so I was like... My my football team has been great recently, and I think this year was. They mm-hmm. just got had catastrophic injury issues at quarterback. Like that's it. And I go, um, and and the uh, the Eagles were pretty dismissive of the 49ers last week. Believe me, that salt goes both ways. It definitely does. I I will say though, Debo and I definitely called some shots. Debo was right, and I and I would back him up on that personally. I think. Uh, uh, Bradbury this year was on a, uh, um, and if you didn't hear the quote, he he called Bradbury trash 
in a yeah. video podcast interview. Um, he's like, he's trash. Look at the separation that Ayuk had on the on the play. Brock got hurt on. He's like he was gone. He's catching that ball. He's gone. And he and and he goes, we were going to do that to him all game. And now I will also say that Debo can talk smack to whoever he wants when it comes to separation. Debo leads the league in separation mm-hmm. when making a catch. Uh, all receivers, and it's not close. He's at four yards <laughs> on separation. So, yeah. um, he, but he called Bradbury out. Bradbury made the oopsie of the game, if you will. I mean, with it on the line, uh, and where we need to get to it. So we'll, we'll talk about it here in just one sec. But like Ayuk also said, put all your money on the Chiefs. They're going to win. Um, and I, I will say, Sean Payton this last week. Told, if you listen, if you're a Pat listener, uh, which which I definitely am. Um, he told Pat off the air uh, right as soon as his interview was over the other day. He goes, "Special teams, it's the Chiefs. It's not even close." He's like, "I would put everything on the Chiefs to win this game." He's like, "Because the Chiefs are that much better than the Eagles on special teams, even though and, they doinked." Yes, uh, and and uh, and it, that ends up being obviously the difference in the game. If you're counting the second half as being more important than the first, for sure. But uh, no, so there was some salt. But in the in the specific call that we were talking about, um, man, if you're gonna if you're gonna blatantly commit defensive holding in a game, I would say that uh, on third down <laughs> with the game on the line under two minutes um, on a on a play. Probably not the best time to do it, Bradbury. I don't know. I would also I would also argue that they're, I mean, again, I feel like this Chiefs team has lucked out in a lot of ways because uh, the Chiefs offensive line definitely had legal hands to the face on Brandon Graham in that same play. There is, there is, a, there is a slip hand. The, that is fair. There is a slip saying, hand that goes they, up. Because in my opinion, that call could have gone either way. Yeah. It could have been a non-call. So if you're, it, if you're, if you're, if you're if, and I think that's what this whole debate is. Like, yeah. do you call this here? My my right. my argument would be no, you don't because this is the freaking Super Bowl and it's it's coming down to this. You don't involve the refs in this time. If it's blatant, yes. Some may argue is Chiefs fans probably gonna argue it's blatant. I don't think because like that play happens on ninety five percent of plays in the NFL. And so if you're gonna be tic tac about that, you got to be tic tac about about this. And Roger Goodell, by the way, calling out nonsense, saying that their officiating is the best it's been. <laughs> that was really bad. After they that had the bad. worst AFC NFC yeah. championship games. Yeah. That I have seen. I will do. say the oh, Super Bowl for the most part was actually yes. pretty well yes. officiated. It was. It was. It was. There was they that, let them play. There was they that miss. The like whole Juju time? clearly got held like in yeah. the second quarter on a crucial third down. Yes, that didn't end that up was pretty back blatant. to bite them. There were some of those like missed things in the trenches, whatever. But they kind of just like let them play, which, which I was. Why I also I, and think I think, this I think that was a huge course correction from. The the I guess two weeks before, yeah. um, when they, but then again, but then they kind of I feel like they kind of reverted back. To it. it just to me, it just felt like you you ruined this game because now it's not what people are talking about. This yeah, game. I mean, it's unfortunate when it happens. I want to I want to use a really good story from my day today. I, I, I as I have mentioned a few times on this show, I I go to the chiropractor regularly. Today was my once a monther. And my, I didn't know this, but my chiropractor, who is a very large Canadian man and terrifying, by the way, very, very good defenseman in hockey. I have seen some <laughs> YouTube videos of him playing in his uh, junior college up in, in Canada. He was super good. Uh, can't pronounce the college name, but he was very good. 
uh, he uh, apparently this last year got into officiating high school football. And so he's doing uh, in Oregon. We have the one through six a um, set up and he was doing two and three a uh, this year. And he was talking about um, how you approach different calls. And he goes, here's what I saw. He's like, in my opinion, you absolutely have to make the call. And this is why he goes, I, he instigated inside five yards. He continued contact and then committed the penalty of holding because he initiated the contact before the ball went in the air. He goes, it to me, it's just blatant. Like, you're fine with the five yards stuff, but you're going to watch him when he makes that much contact inside five yards. Then when you see the obvious jersey pull, he's like, you got to watch the whole clip. It's not, you got to watch from hike to the to literally the flag being thrown. He goes, that's callable. He's like, here's what wasn't callable. If he would have just waited and made the contact after five yards, that ball's uncatchable. It's, it's not. It's, it's so uncatchable. And he, and he's, he's like, it, it's, it's not pass interference. They would have said uncatchable ball. No, the fans uh, of the stadium could have caught that thing. They would have picked nowhere. it up and said there's no foul on the play. And then after the game, they would have said, we deemed it an uncatchable ball. And that's what they could have done and been fine. He goes, but because it's holding, it doesn't matter if it impacts the play. By the letter of the law, you have to call it because it it literally is what it says in the official officials rule book. And I was like, I get that. I said, but if you and I, and I told him, I go, man, I, I appreciate the perspective. It's really good that the average yep. fan knows the difference between the two calls and understands it. And he goes, you can find a penalty on every single play in football. He's like, yep. I genuinely, you can. He's yep. like, you know, officiating the, high school football. He's like, let me tell you. Matt, I remember when I we, see five or six a game in, I, I, in, on every play. I remember when we were breaking down, we were doing questions. Someone asked about the difference between it was some sort. Of, I think it was, he holding, was holding and holding in PA. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and and so we went through that, and we were literally like, "There's holding every play, every play. Offensive linemen are holding all the time, all the time. Defenses hold all the time, yeah. especially edge setters." Um, outside linebackers in particular yeah. do it. Uh, I mean, nickel do, corners guard, do it a lot. Guards and centers can get away with it because they're right in the middle of everything. Yep. They, you can't see stuff oh, yeah. uh, when you get piled in. It happens all the time. The They said, so we're trying to call it enough to discourage it. And I said, okay, but what about the timing of the call? Because that is what a lot of fans have a hard time with. And that, and, and full transparency, that's what I have a hard time with. <laughs> and too. he goes, the he, he's like, I can understand more of that perspective because of some things they didn't call earlier, but we mm-hmm. all know what happened. And I think when we think about this part of it, it makes more sense. They went in at halftime and they said, guys, we missed this and we missed this. And we know we did. And the white hat said, Hey, I didn't call that cause I was out of position, but you guys missed that holding call. And we, we all saw the call in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Should have made the call. Yeah. Didn't. That was a defensive holding. And so <clears throat> he goes, they come out in the second half. And they're going to tell the coaches, hey, just so you know, this has been happening. We missed it. It's going to get called. They'll say that crud. They'll tell mm-hmm. players, you do it one more time. I'm going to call it. We don't know what they said to Bradbury three plays earlier. And Bradbury, to his credit, came out and said, I did it. 100%. Dude, yeah, all well, the that, e- that's where it should kind of I, just full stop. And, and, and it, it <laughs> Everybody really does. involved said that it was a penalty, so here we are. Yeah, yeah he, he said he did it. He's like, I just hope they weren't going to call it. And you're like, well, dang. I mean... At the end of the day, do we not like it? Yeah, I don't like it. None of us like it. We, yeah. we want them to play ball. We want to see overtime. Because dang it, yeah. they kick a field goal. Hertz has still got a chance to go down there and get a field goal with a minute and 50 on the clock. Well, yep. 45. Like, let's go. That's awesome. That's yeah. the football I want to see. 
Like, let's just have a, a who doesn't want an overtime Super Bowl game, especially yeah. in a game oh that was gosh. that was like building to something like that. If yeah, I mean, it was awesome. The offenses for the most part in the in the second half, it was incredible to watch the Chiefs just go. I loved that. One in completion uh, in the second half for Pat Mahomes. Awesome. That's why he's the MVP. And yeah, and it, it was incredible. So I just I don't love it in the timing, but yeah. um but I do I did really appreciate hearing that from even just a high school official's perspective. And he's just like, Hey man, I've warned kids like four or five times and then had to call it with three minutes left in yeah. the game. Yeah. You know, it, it like had to call holding on a on the game winning run and these coaches are losing their minds. I'm like, Coach, I told him three times. And he did it again. Yeah. He and did the I, same thing. And I, did, I, and I have to call it. I saw some people, too, talking about, like, it It also doesn't help that two of the previous touchdowns for the Chiefs in that game came on similar styles of routes where they just got absolutely toasted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in the one time where they run it again, and he's clearly, <laughs> like, not being toasted anymore, it's like, what's going on here? Yep. So I think both things can it's be good. true. It can be yeah. a penalty, which it was. Yep. It can also come in a terrible time that we don't like. And it's not that we don't necessarily like the call. It's that we don't like where the call happened. Yeah. And so yep. it was kind of anticlimactic in that regard. There were a lot of people that were like, that's not a call. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're watching, but especially when it's going to like, if it wouldn't have went to Juju, if it went on the other side, like maybe they just let it go. Sure. But like when it's third down, because the same thing would have happened if we watch it. What was we it? Get third the good and angle. four? Something yeah, like third yeah, and it, it and it's like if, if we get another yeah. angle that shows us the the play a little bit clearer, because at first they almost kind of showed it halfway through the route where he just like kind of grabbed a second time that was a little bit softer. Yeah. If we see that initially and they don't call it, we're like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, yep. Super Bowl on the line, yep, and he's holding this fair, guy. Man. So it, you know, it's a little not Monday morning quarterbacking anymore because it's a Wednesday, but you know. It, yeah. it kind of goes both ways. You don't know. It was the right call. It just kind of sucked that it happened. But, I mean, again, to all of you fans sitting at home thinking the same things we were thinking, getting angry about that, ruin, maybe ruining your Super Bowl because we were all wanting the same yeah. gift from the Super Bowl. I mean, I was yeah. kind of happy because uh, I had the Chiefs, and I was like, okay, this kind of just secures my my yeah. Chiefs pick. But, but it, it's, it's always, it's always kind of lame when they just get down there because, like, in the Super Bowl, they are not going to try and be cute. They're not gonna. No, they're, dude, they're, they're just gonna bleed that clock to the last yep. twenty seconds yep. and then kick that field goal. And what a great job! And like, that's what, that's what you do. That's what you do. Yep. But like, I, I instantly when that was called, I'm like, gosh, dang it, this game's over. It's almost like yep. we wanted the yep. entire beginning and middle of this Super Bowl combined with the end of last year's Super Bowl, where there was like a game-winning drive for a touchdown and then like a sack on the last play of the game, basically. Yep. And it's yep. like if you pair that together, we wanted guns ablazing and then game-winning drives. But we didn't get the game-winning drives after the guns went ablazing. One, you know, the, to me in this game, there was two times. Two times the Eagles really hurt themselves. Or th well, three specific things. Um, it's the obviously the Bradbury call that that's just you know stick a dagger in yourself. Um, there is the Hurts fumble. But the other thing that they did was have to take a timeout because they could not get plays in quickly. Mm -hmm. That would have given them 40 seconds on the clock to do yep. something at the end of this game. And they are actually 45 seconds on the clock and they hosed themselves out of that. Uh, that ended up being a huge issue when they had to call that timeout in the fourth quarter earlier than they wanted to uh, because they just weren't getting plays in hurts to me. That was the one thing I saw him screw up like in the whole game other than dropping a ball on the ground was that he just wasn't paying enough attention to that clock. How many times, times did they give him there were zero plus. Times. Mm -hmm. I was sitting where right where you were sitting, and me and my buddy were watching the game, and I was like, 
This is a generous like second yep. and a half that they're giving you for that. Like, I got to look and see if the clock is at zero and then see the ball's been snapped. I'm like, yep. yeah, turning mm-hmm. your head as slow as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's one, it, we're definitely thinking, so was it, are we, are we watching the echo here? Like, was yeah. it zero in the state? Was it zero on my TV before it was zero in the stadium? Yeah. Cause they should have, yeah. right? Yep. That, that I saw a few times. I, I think that's another place the Eagles hurt themselves. And, um, and, and I shouldn't necessarily say it was the play uh, call coming in. But it was Hertz assessing the defense and then making the call. Um, Kelsey seemed to at least once have auto snapped after he saw zero and saved it because uh, there was a there was a time that's why he's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, there was a time that Hertz was not looking and just had his hands out, and you heard him bark something, and then the ball was in his hands and the play started, and it ended up being like just a uh, two or three yard run. But I was like, oh. That dude just saved him a penalty in five yards. That was mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, really, that's a plus seven, plus eight. But, uh, but yeah. In the end, I and somebody alluded to it already. You know, uh, Mahomes did end up taking home the MVP. Probably the best candidate. I mean, it was 173 yards, uh, three touchdowns. The incredible run that Jameson and I talked about earlier, um, which to me was the standout moment of the day for him. Yep. Uh, because hitting wide open Travis Kelsey and then watching him it's blow not, people up is not that awesome. On his part. Uh, not it's not his as part. cool, but it's almost <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes' version of like the Elway helicopter dive. You know? <laughs> it was no, it, that's it like, doesn't look on, near as cool. Not near he's as running cool. running on one like, leg and we know it. But it was essentially, you know, to seal the game on a crazy jacked up ankle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To scamper for what, like 40 something yards? I either want that man's pain tolerance or whatever they inject into his leg to make him sur- to survive that second is, half. Yes. Yeah. I want, I want whatever that is. One of those I, things. I, I watched the mic'd up and that dude was in a lot of pain. Man, he, yeah. he was. I, he was baller, though. I think he deserved it genuinely for what he did yeah. with the injury in the game. And his stats would have been crazier had they not been gifted really good field position kind of towards sure, the end of that game. Too. And well, then and also, I mean, one of the other scores, obviously. The Eagles like, in the first half dominated time of score. possession. Yes, they did. Yeah, and then a defensive score. So it's like time of possession is being dominated. Yeah. And then yeah. we have a defensive score. So the Eagles which, are right back like out the, there. Which, if you think about thing- it, is the thing that saved him, by the way. Because the dude didn't have to go out there mm-hmm. and work a ton in that first half. You only had to stand yeah. so long on that injury. Yeah. I love that whole, I'm not taking my cleat off. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. I know yeah. what's going to happen. This is going to swell up. Nope. Yeah. Yep. No, but- I, I thought that I, know, I was talking to people because I, you know, I was with a bunch of people watching the game. And I was like, for the first half, especially, I was like, the, the Eagles do, like, they're just doing, the way you beat Patrick Holmes is you don't give them the football. Yeah. That's literally it. That's how you. That's the only way you can beat him. And they were doing exactly that. And I'm they're like, doing a great job. And they're up by ten. I'm like, hey, if they keep this up, this is their game to lose. Well, it, and it's because they kept stretching on a third down, mm-hmm. um, and then hurts just either either making a couple of crucial uh, passes like the Goddard one, um, but also, I mean, dude had seventy plus yards on the ground by himself, yeah. uh, and he scrambled a couple of times on third down for first. Which is is the awesome threat that that guy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are gonna just spy him, which is not the way to beat that guy, uh, that used to be the old school approach, right? You just spy a quarterback. You leave you leave a linebacker, a strong safety, even a nickel corner sometimes in there to watch a quarterback. He's gonna look at you and go one on one. We're doing this one on one. Oh running, my gosh, let's go! I'm running every time. Yep, he him and Lamar will just take off. They don't care. Tyler Murray um, too. It's the way you beat him is with zone, and on third down when you got to go to deep zone, that stretches that defense even farther back. Doesn't matter if you got seven guys back there; he doesn't care. 
if you're 10 yards off the line of scrimmage and he's only got to go six, guess who's going to win? Yeah. <laughs> um, and if he's got to just make a little bit of side contact with you to get it and stretch his arm out, he will do it. He's not afraid. No. And and uh, and two, he knows the sideline's his friend and he's going to use it. Uh, so he'll sucker you into the middle as far as he can get you and then take off to the sideline, win that uh, that battle uh, that way. Uh, he, did a, he did a great job of that. But um, I want to say uh, the MVP thing. Uh, second runner up for me in this game was Nick Bolton, their middle I, linebacker from I the had Chiefs. The same exact thought. He yep. was having a game. Nine tackles. Uh, he's the guy that got the fumble recovery, returned it for a touchdown because he was back there to sack said quarterback. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, he was flying around all he also over the place. That second one that wasn't actually a fumble. Yep. We I think could have had a second one if that if if that was ruled a fumble. I think if that stuck, I think he was a Super Bowl MVP. Absolutely, that if, was my take. Uh, yep. That was my take, a hundred percent. I'm well, like, like, like during the play, like when I, because I didn't actually see what I was things out of the room. I, I yeah. saw him running it the second one. I didn't see how he got the ball. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he's MVP if they win this game. Yeah, and, that, then, and then I saw yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, that's not a catch. That's not going to count. Yeah. But but totally. I, I genuinely, I, I had a, I, I had a friend over watching, and I go, was that 32? Because I, I like literally looked down, look up. And I was like, well, that 32 that just picked the ball up? And he goes, yeah. He's like, look at him go. Look at him go. Is it? Is it this is a fumble, right? And I'm like, and I, and I look up, my God, we see it again. Because I saw the impact. I kind of like half looked down. I dropped something. I, pa- I picked it up. And then I'm like, is that 32? Because um, 32 is everywhere. He had himself a day the on the defensive side. The main reason the Eagles running backs couldn't get going was yeah. because I felt any time that there was an open field tackle on a crucial down, yeah, it was him. He was he was making it absolutely. I mean, the uh, their their three running backs had seventeen attempts and I believe a whopping thirty eight yards it or was something not like much that at all. Uh, between the three of them. So I, uh, you know, he was incredible. And by the way, that dude's twenty three years old. Yeah, uh, that that is a good get for a very young defense, uh, and good on him. Well, a lot of things to get to post Super Bowl. I, uh, I mean, the first question for me when we're talking about the Chiefs, are we genuinely watching the next dynasty unfold? This team has been to three Super Bowls, one, two, and five straight AFC Championship games under Pat Mahomes. Um, it's it's very possible. These the are some Super Bowl Tom loss. Brady numbers. Yeah. At Mahomes' age to have won his second Super Bowl is pretty impressive. I don't. I do. I think we're watching it. Yes, I think they need to win one more before we use the term. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Three is what makes the dynasty in yeah. any sport. You know, you look back. But over I think the, we're watching it unfold. Yes. Yeah, because like when the Yankees, the Yankees of the '90s, early 2000s, that was considered a dynasty era that involved three World Series. Um, you know, Patriots when, won three. And then they went like 10 years and then they won three more. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. So the Chicago, Chicago of the 90s, the Lakers of the 80s, those are dynasties. The Golden State Warriors of today. Shoot. Pretty me. much. Um, the, those are dynasties, though. In, yep. in genuinely, mm-hmm. I, I, but I think three is always the term or the, the number. So yeah. I think that's really accurate. Um, but I think we're watching, watching a team there's that no could, one else. is going to compete. No, there's no the other dynasty team. is unfolding, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what other team you would say it has one unfolding. Uh, no, I mean, in football, no, 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 no. But no. There's... And, and to be fair too, like with football, we shouldn't necessarily let the, the Patriots dynasty, like make us think that that's the new attainable level. Cause no, it is harder to win a, so a Super ridiculous. Bowl than it is an NBA championship. If Absolutely. we're being honest, it's the hardest thing um, to probably so win. Yep, if sports. you go to five AFC championships, 
for half of a decade, the AFC yeah. goes through you, and the only Super Bowl you lose out of the three you went to was to Tom Brady. Yeah. For for those of you, you who know. who would combat our opinion on this, this is why it's the most difficult. Because in baseball, in basketball, in hockey, in literally any other sport that is not college basketball, you get to fail. You can have a bad day and still move on. Mm-hmm. That's you why have, they, they have, have a, series. Yeah, and, and in, that, in the you NFL, it, you think about it. You can have just like you can have a stretch. You can have like a month stretch and not play good good ball. There's also just more moving parts. If you have yeah. LeBron James on your team, you're like, okay, we're going to go to 10 straight finals and we have a chance to win every yeah. year because of this one guy. This is 22 positions on your team you that have to be really and, yeah. good, plus your two special teamers that have to be phenomenal and near perfect mm-hmm. uh, to get mm-hmm. you there. Uh, talking to a certain kicker that missed a kick uh, on Sunday as well. Like, you, you know, like you genuinely, and, and a punter who totally missed where he was supposed yeah. to put that ball. Um, yep. But, like, you, you have to have 24 pieces plus a coaching staff who is killing it that day because these and guys you, take their orders from them. to construct this roster the way it is. It is... It's absolutely immeasurably more difficult to do it. Now, do I understand how difficult it is to put a 20-something person a roster together? I think baseball is probably second most difficult, mm. uh, for sure, a lot of because, variables. Of the ele- because of the element of the pitcher. Yeah. And, and, you, and have to, the fact you, have that you have to have five guys. And you got to keep them healthy for 162 games. That's and, and, and for a series, And for a series, sometimes you're like having to stretch and put in your number one. Yeah. And try you're trying to squeeze number one yeah. into a seven game series. Absolutely. I mean, it it is so hard to find the right mix of all the right things to make that work. Yeah. So I, I I say baseball is a close second. Basketball ball of the major sports is definitely third. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but like it's so hard to do this. And so you need, don't you can't you need, compare it. You can win with two million pieces in basketball. Yes. You can. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean there are some two exceptions in, in football, like there are some exceptions where it's like Patrick Mahomes probably one of those exceptions. Tom Brady was yeah. like one of those exceptions. Bill Belichick the first, is an exception. Yeah, even though the first three Pete was mostly on the back of the defense for the Patriots, if we're being honest. Sure. Like t- Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady. He, he was made, big on third down. He That's made it. he made clutch plays. That's Early it. in his career, he was known for just clutch plays. Game manager. Yeah. yeah. And, and like what, one t- one passing touchdown in the first Super Bowl run? Yeah. That he had? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And but he and handled the, great, the ball and off very the well. Kicker just you know helped helped him out yeah. to win that well, game. The, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe the greatest kicker of all time. I got no problem throwing that guy into the. It's in, either him the or the guy who's still playing for the Ravens. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That, I, that's fair to this point. That is very fair. So I yeah I think we are uh, that offense clearly moves with Patrick Mahomes. It'll be interesting to it see is. how long Andy Reid stays around. Yeah, I mean, he dude, I think you ride this. I think you ride this out. No, I don't think he's retiring next year, but I don't know if he makes it three more years. If if Mahomes has an ACL, then maybe we're having a discussion. Yeah, but, well, well and the other thing, too, I mean, people, I, so everybody was talking about this whole dynasty thing, like mm-hmm. this week on, you know, first things first, get up, all these sports talk shows. And they're talking about also, like, is it really considered a dynasty if Andy Reid isn't there? And they continue? Like so, okay. So like, yes. say say they go to the yeah, AFC Championship. Yes. It's the Chiefs. No, no, no. Still. It's it's the Chiefs over time. It's the logo. It, it, it is. You think so? Be, uh, absolutely. Yeah. In, in, because, because all these people are arguing that like it's gotta you gotta have the the quarterback, the coach. Um, they have, they have to stay the same for it to be a dynasty. Be, because if the Patriots would have kept winning, it's the Patriots dynasty. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's, Bella, true. It's, it, 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 it's not the Brady yeah. dynasty. It's it's the Patriots dynasty, and we all would have been fine with that. Like we were all waiting to see. Is it Brady or is it Belichick? I, I still think answer. it's both. I, I think it's both. I think I, it, I, I, I think it leans one way, more one way though. I think it leans towards Brady at that point, 
Brady also went to the team that had a top two defense mm-hmm. and two wide receivers that were can't miss. I mean, like then, that was and then, awesome. And then also got one of the best tight ends ever. Later. Yeah, there was that. I mean, maybe the yeah. most prolific. I think Dynasty scoring tight end organizational award. That was the Buccaneers were ready to go. He went yeah. to the best situation that he could yeah. go to. Better one than he left for sure at that time. Yeah. So no, I, I think it was definitely a little bit of both. He did, he walked into a really good thing, but. Um, you know, that defense is young, but talk about the experience that they just got. They got I mean, all the experience they need. Seriously, we, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit before you got here, Grant, but like, uh, we, we, you know, and they drafted really well this last year. Uh, the Chiefs did for the long haul. They, they put guys in situations that they didn't have to do everything. And with that defense, they're only going to get better because they weren't elite. They weren't. They were good enough. And now they can just add on to what is already successful. And they've got those kids locked in, dude. These are guys that they've got for three and four more years. Yeah. And I think the other like really nice thing for a young defense like that is the fact that you have Patrick Mahomes on your team to give you all that confidence. I was listening to an interview and and Damian Woody, who they was a part of that, they essentially get to pin their ears back every play. Yes, yeah, and it's he's so, the difference maker for them. Like Damian Woody had this interview; he was in that first um, like Patriots dynasty, not for the whole yeah. thing, but for the first couple. And he was basically like, "We have like this demigod over here, like playing quarterback. So like whatever we do, like we're going in here with like the utmost confidence." And so yep. the same thing can be said when you have a young team; they might not be as nervous to go out there and like make a mistake because they're like, well, at least we got this Patrick Mahomes guy that's going to make up for all of our mistakes. And that kind of goes everywhere too. I mean, you, you have all these rookies. Like I said, we had two rookie score touchdowns in the Super Bowl for a team that gave up one of the best receivers in football to just play a bunch of guys. And they're Mm -hmm. like, we're just going to go out and ball because we have him. Yeah. And we're good. And you know, you, and you look at, what he was asked to do and how well he did it. Like Mahomes literally did to perfection what he was asked to do in this game to win that for him. And the dude can seemingly do it however he needs to do it. Like it just doesn't matter. The dude just wins. Mm-hmm. And and they have they they didn't matter that Juju Smith Schuster and all these other guys didn't even clip you know what was it, sixty yards. The rest of the receivers outside of Kelsey did not clip sixty yards. Uh, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's just like, it doesn't matter. Two and one uh, in the Super Bowl where he trail well, he's two and one Super Bowls, but he's also two and one in Super Bowls where he trails by double digits. Yeah, dude. He's like, also 14, You never felt like that game wasn't gettable. He's fourteen for him. and ten in his career when trailing by double digits. He's just better than you. Like <laughs> so all. so so what you so for defenses, make sure he has the lead. We, we, you have we, a better we, chance well, to we, win. We talked we about this. I don't remember <laughs> if it was this year or maybe last year, but so you have a better chance to we, we win. We were basically the game. like, don't give Patrick Mahomes a ten point lead because you will lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it, it that's just so funny. The um well, I think we got a lot of questions on the Eagles end of it, and I want to get to some other things. So um well, I, I, I want to say do you guys talk about the field by chance? Yo, oh, I no, because it was trash. At the end, um, it's more of a joke though. At this point, like it's a it's a joke. But how dumb are you, NFLs? Be like, let's try this new grass in the biggest, most important <laughs> game of the season, to, the most watched sporting event in America. To be and you fair, you decide to put on a new field, and these players slip around all over the place. <laughs> like what? Whatever drugs you're on, they must be really good. I it was bad. I it's will so bad every play. I will say, uh, that. I happened to look into this because I'm a nerd. So 
the stadium you call me a nerd is yeah the stadium is owned obviously by the cardinals organization uh, uh op- owned and operated steve kind um, is not uh very so he's very frugal let's put it that way the way the super bowl works though is it is contracted to the owner of the stadium and they work in conjunction with the hosting franchise so the NFL in and of itself had nothing to do with the grass. Hey, Steve Kine, Kine, you moron. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the you Chiefs absolute stole. buffoon. The Chiefs complained after week one yeah. playing in there, by the way. Yes. Uh, against Arizona. They did. And so it, any anybody, any Eagles fans like, well, yeah, the field, blah, blah, blah. They had a plan it, too. It's like, well, they, first of all, you guys both played on the field and the Chiefs literally complained about this at the beginning yeah. of the season. So, and, hey, and this time, was, you moron, enjoy re- being a poverty franchise oh, forever. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they'll keep you in Super Bowls though because it's Phoenix. Yeah, and well, that's People want to go to Phoenix in February. Yeah, unfortunately. it's a nice time to go. Yeah. I, I'm, I went I'm there going last in, April. It was great. I'm going in a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, which are you going to Phoenix? Yeah. Okay. That's where, because that's where we go. My in laws live there. So, like, we, we go, I will say the spring there. Pretty nice. We're gonna catch a spring game uh, yeah, while we're nice. over there. So spring training. Yeah, spring training. We yeah. tried last year. Uh, Chicago Cubs spring training games. S- tickets starting at one hundred and forty-five dollars. Uh, which teams are you gonna go see? Uh, I don't remember. This is for <laughs> he's uh, like coincidentally. Coincidentally, can I send you a Mariners jersey? That you can <laughs> the, sign the, for me. The guy in charge of the bachelor party for my friend is the one that's kind of putting everything together. Okay. So, okay. I'm okay. just like, hey, I'm gonna be there, so I'm definitely yeah. gonna go watch the baseball. There you go. Uh, really well, the uh, I didn't. Yeah, I don't want to spend tons of time on the stupid feel. It sucked. Um, but idiots. Uh, for the Eagles, they're losing both their offensive and defensive coordinators, uh, respectively, taking the Arizona and Indy coaching positions. Final two spots are gone. They are gone. So we know who our coaches are for next year, all over the NFL. So, uh, I at least I, they already seem to have hinted. Brian Johnson, who's a quarterbacks coach, has literally known Jalen Hurts since he was four years old because Jalen Hurts' dad coached Brian Johnson. Weird how all this stuff ends up. It, the the football world and all these different communities are so much smaller than we realize. But Brian Johnson, quarterback coach, seemingly going to get promoted uh, into the offensive coordinator role. But the remember the Eagles are losing their play caller, um, who took over halfway through last season. Uh, I believe the record is twenty eight and six since then. Uh, that sounds pretty good to me. That is uh, that's a big loss. I think a much bigger loss than D, D coordinator uh, for sure. Um, they have to now decide how much they're going to pay Hertz. I do believe I was hearing that the Mahomes starting, contract is the number. Yeah, well, I heard the starting Annual. was forty five. You're yeah. going to be in the 40s. They should honestly, if the Eagles want to do it right, they should do it now. Get it in before Lamar gets paid. Yep. Bingo. Get before all these other guys get start getting paid because that's going to go. Yeah. Because uh, Lamar is going to make them pay a bazillion dollars. Yeah. And then Jalen is going to be and, like, hey. Um, and those bazillion dollars are going to be guaranteed because that's what Lamar wants. Yes. yes. And he's going to say, hey, remember what I did in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes where I had like four total touchdowns yeah. and I broke the rushing I, touchdown record in the Super Bowl? There's that. There's that. I think the Eagles are hoping. To get it in the if I if I had to make a guess, they're they're probably looking in that seven year window. I don't think you want Mahomes' tenure unless the last three avoidable, which is going to be the standard. You don't want ten years for a running quarterback. You don't. No, but but I think they're comfortable to the to around the seven marker if he wants that fifty number. I think yeah. they're comfortable at seven and three fifty with. Probably in the two fifty range, which is the highest guaranteed money we've ever had, right? 
Uh, Sean I thought, Watson. I thought it was 265. Is that what it is? Okay. It I knew it was in that range. Way. But in that range. He's the guy that screwed everything up, for being yeah. honest. So, but that would that would put them. Um, well, I don't know. No one else has gotten the guaranteed money. Yeah, Three. because they're like, if Deshaun Watson gets this, Lamar Jackson should definitely be getting yeah. this at least. And they're like, whoa, slow down. So if if he didn't get it, then we'd have other quarterbacks. So you're you're in the thirty seven per year guaranteed range. Yeah. If you're at, if you're at seven, if, if you do that. So yeah, and he'll hit all those incentives to get it up. Like he yeah. totally will. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I said twenty seven. My bad. You said thirty seven. Uh, you said thirty seven. What am I saying here? 30? I got to do math again in my head. 21? Yeah, okay. I was right the first job, time. 37. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think that that makes a lot of sense, but they're, yeah, they're probably going to be close to 50 on the pay on the They might paper. be a little hesitant, though, considering their uh, Carson Wentz history, where they're like, we're going to pay this guy, and yeah. then it's just a, we don't want you. The, and that's what I mean. Away. Like The voidable years comes into play. Yeah, there's, but, certain, there's certain things they're going to put in there. He's young. It's his first big Jalen deal. Jalen has that dog in him. Yeah, he. I mean, is the difference. He he is a special playmaker. I'm not disagreeing. His leadership I, alone is worth a fat contract. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not. I just think he that that the Eagles need to figure out how to get voidable years on the table. That and they that need to do to it soon. I think is the other key to that. Yeah, yes. get your voidable years. Get it in before the price goes up. And if he is Honestly, smart, try and get it done in the next two weeks. Because who knows when Lamar's gonna. If he's smart, Lamar man, go off, he holds. If, yes. He, I, if, if I'm his agent, I say, hey, buddy, we're going to try to sign this closer to June. Just so you know. We, we're not looking to sign this on the early window. Mm-hmm. You want to wait a little bit. We, the Eagles are your team. They know. You know. They can push as much as they want to push. You don't have we to just say anything hey, right now. We, we want to just... We want to hear every offer. We want to think on it. We want to pray on it. Let's, you know, yeah. let's yeah. chill a little bit. I think I'll make a lot of sense. One guy's definitely gone on their team, in my opinion, is a certain running back. Uh, Miles Sanders ain't getting paid. Like, he's not. Not Why? from by this team. Why do you think? He is not getting paid because, number one, you don't really pay running backs unless they're special. This is the best offensive line in the stinking league. That's why you had 1,267 yards and however many stinking teen touchdowns you had. I think 13. Am I getting that right? I think so. Uh, I had a fantasy. 14. He was great. He was great. But um, he is not worth it. He does not play consistently. He Remember, he was a part-time starter last year because of the amount of injuries that he had. Had to hand the, They were handing off to uh, Scott Gainwell, whoever the crud was on the roster. They're a system plus team him in time. Yeah. Like, like that. So it's kind Absolutely. of a, get a guy who's competent, plug and play him. Yep. There we go. And uh, they have a very high draft pick this next year, um, yep. which we're going to get to. Uh, maybe and uh, uh, there is a running back from Alabama who, if Oof. he is on the board, they may strongly want to consider. I mean, essentially, I think they will. Essentially, this the Eagles pick is a luxury pick. Yep, it absolutely is, and they still got because they got their late in the round pick uh, here to go. I mean, they're dude; these guys are flush. This mm-hmm. team can just, from a personnel standpoint, can reload. Coaching is where I'm going to be worried about them for next year. When we get to the previews and all stuff we're going to do for next season. The coaching is actually the issue. Not Sirianni, obviously, did a great job. It's just when you lose that and you have to yeah. replenish. Absolutely. You, you lost two coordinators. Yeah. That is I mean, near impossible to That doesn't to really pan out for your Rams on. when they get, they've gotten poached all the time. I mean, we got poached and then won a Super Bowl last year. It's not like we got poached between winning a Super Bowl and losing. Yes. 
Okay. I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to, I just feel like you guys have gotten yeah. poached a lot. And so well, I mean, yeah, Staley, yeah. Zach Taylor, those were all guys hey. from that first run. Same then, over here in San Francisco. Yeah. 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 Now, um, if Sirianni is that dude, like Shanahan's that dude, yeah. and McVay's that dude, three, so it three might head not coaches. matter. Yeah. But McVay's the primary play caller. Shanahan's the primary play caller, so you don't Fair really point. feel same thing with the Chiefs. Like it, the enemy's not getting a job anywhere at this point, obviously. But if he was gone, it's like, yeah, he's great, but I mean, you still have Andy Reid. Yeah. So, I I think it, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with those draft picks. Again, they get to reload, but they've got two other personnel issues: Sauce Gardner or Bradbury. You only get one because you can only afford one at this point. Um, and they've got to make that decision. Bradbury is coming off a good year. I will say, like the Super Bowl, however, did have some penalties called on him. Seems to be real great at jamming people. Not so much tracking down routes and uh, catching guys. Uh, <laughs> you're catching up to the ball when it's thrown over his head. Um, yeah, he, he didn't really impress me a whole lot this year. Sauce Gardner um, did lead the team in interceptions. This, this team led the league in interceptions. Um, and... Uh, What's where, that? You get, where are you getting the sauce from? What I am think, I? I think you're. Did I write the wrong thing? CJ Gar- Gardner Johnson? Dude, it correct. Oh my gosh, I wrote two different names down earlier. I'm hilarious. Guys, I'm just reading off script, okay? I'm just be honest sauce with you. Sauce Gardner it's is very late. good. Yes. Yep. I apologize. I read I read the wrong thing. So we're talking about Gardner Johnson. We are talking yeah. about Gardner Johnson. CJ. I wrote Gardner-Johnson. two different names down earlier, and that's hilarious that I left the. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Uh, they got to decide though on their corner position. C.J. Gardner uh, led the team in in interceptions. This is somehow. a pretty deep um, cornerback cl- class in the draft, so maybe that's where, that's where they want to go for it one is, of their first round picks. That's what they decide to do. They 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 got to make a decision though on this particular one because you only get to pick. You only get to keep one. They're going to have Darius Slay. Mm-hmm. This isn't a secondary that's going to just all of a sudden suck. But they do got to figure out, okay, this is our I think, guy, I think, and then I think, move to this. Now I keep wanting to say Sauce Gardner because it's right there. Sorry. Yeah. Gardner Johnson, Gardner. I think that's... Gardner Johnson. That's what you'll keep. He, he tied I, for lead league. I think league, so too. Lead league in interceptions. He tied yeah. with six yeah. for the most. In a league, um, I think he was pretty happy. He has uh, had a pull up his stash. Okay, he had eight I, pass, to, pass breakups and 61 tackles. Not, yeah, and that's not crazy high or anything, but like... Got the takeaways. Bradbury... Um, did make a Pro Bowl, and we all know that that dude's contract chaser, hundred mm-hmm. percent. So I think that's going to happen. I, I think he's going to make the decision for him. But both these guys are free agents. Uh, you would expect though that they're going to spend money on one of them. And I, and yeah, Gardner Johnson makes sense. Um, is Jason Kelsey retiring? I think I there's he is going to be thirty five. I this is I giving know. me Whitworth vibes. Where yeah. we made it to the Super Bowl, you know, Whitworth comes over to the Rams. We make it to the Super he, Bowl. He already has one. He's and he, yeah, he's he already had he one, but he's old, one. and but he really wants to win with that squad. Sure, and Kelsey so he wanted this one bad, and eventually we get back to the Super Bowl. He wins and then retires. I'm telling you, if Kelsey won this, he'd have walked off. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So he would have walked. He would have been like, "Mom, guess what? I'm done." But I also <laughs> think he's still good enough to to push for that last run. Are you, there's no, absolutely there's no drop so, off. There's no drop and, off. This dude's going to be in the NFC for a couple right more now. Years, no problem. Essentially, like it's the Eagles and it's the Niners after they reload, and if they can stay yeah. healthy, and then it's like Aaron Rodgers is probably gone out yep. of the division or, or conference out of, out of the, the conference. Yeah, the conference. And, and yep. so it's you know, I say he's, it, I say he hangs at least state. another year. See what see what happens. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is they did they did uh, sneak in front of the 49ers and steal Jurgens, uh, the uh, center from Nebraska, in the draft this last year. 
Uh, they have him waiting in the wings. They are also, uh, I'm going to forget their right guard's name, but um, may elect to leave in free agency. If he goes, they'll probably just put Jurgens there. If Kelsey goes, probably put him over at, or move him right into center where he's most uh, comfortable. It's Cam Jurgens. Uh, there's a name that I can remember. Um, I don't but, know why, because I've never heard of this man. Yeah, it's okay. Before. I was uh, I did a lot of research on the 49ers potential draft picks, and that was very high on our list. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the I I think the consensus is he probably will come back unfinished business. Yada yada yada. Give it one more run. Yeah. Um, but uh, they do have some guys there again that we talked about the depth of that squad. It's there for sure. This is going to be plug in a few new pieces and go. Um, but to this season, to this season, I want to say rest in peace. It was one for the books. It was a very good season overall. I really enjoyed it a heck of a lot. I don't know. I wish my um, team didn't break in half, but you know, I what? mean, that's all right. I, I, I really, for me, maybe it's just be, I, I cannot get the stench out of like the first like six weeks of the season out of my mouth. Like I, I like out of my nose. I felt like it was just such bad the football. Officiating. No, I mean, sure, sure, sure. The dude, we had so many teams below 500. I remember being like, sick. Dude. I was sick for like a couple of weeks there. And so mm-hmm. I was laid up at home. And I remember when I was better coming in and talking about having to watch the Steelers play football for yeah. an entire game. And I was like, this is unbearable. There were so many, there were so many, like there were so many teams that were two and four, three and threes. There was no teams that had like created, like, then within the first like six, seven, maybe eight weeks of the season, dude, there was a lot of bad football. Like even Tom Brady talked about it, like all the losing records. I remember when the 49ers were three and four. I understand. But for me, um, what well, my team didn't suck this year. My so it was a lot more enjoyable. Okay, exactly. My team didn't suck either. Your team sucked in stretches. Yeah, but they overall, overall, if you look, if you there look were, at the team, it was, they, they it were was winning a good year, yeah. not a bad year. It was a, it was a year it. for storylines and like fun teams like yeah. the Jags and the Lions and the, the Giants. The Jets for the first half. And the like, Jets. They were, yeah. they were winning now, there. Now, like some injuries kind of ruined that whole bit. But like, I think generally the playoffs were really Brace good. Hall. The, the, the playoffs were good. The playoffs were really good. Playoffs were fantastic. But yeah. I just feel like I love every Monday night game for the first like 15 weeks was horrible. Come on, guys. The Jaguars. Like that, that, that is an awesome story. Oh, no, absolutely. The Giants, no, no. the but, Giants being able to make it after that crap year. The Hard Knocks Lions was a, a I mean, the, yeah, the, the Hard Knocks Lions was great. We got, we, we, we got an in-season Hard Knocks with the Cardinals. Yeah. We all, I mean. And There's we, some funny memes. And that's the beauty. The, it's the beauty of football, though. Even if it takes a little bit to get going, at the end of the day, yeah. it's freaking football. It's, and it's the NFL. Season, not- it's the best product that there is. And the playoffs reminded us of how truly great the NFL is mm-hmm. because the dichotomy of what should have happened to the Jaguars in that game and then what didn't and the Giants winning a playoff game they had no business being in. Yep. The you Seahawks know, had no business being in the playoffs. The Cowboys getting exactly what they deserve. Like they oh, 100% what they deserve. Patrick Mahomes getting injured and having to make oh a Super Bowl gosh. run on one leg with like no primary receivers and it like is, all this stuff. It is one of I, I you know Colin Coward called Incredible it one of the rookies. greatest. He said it was one of the greatest football plays he's ever seen in his life. He said this might be. He goes this is a top three Super Bowl moment, and I was yeah. like, oh I don't know man, but I, but maybe but again too maybe twenty eight to three still for me, but you yeah. know. I, I, that then there's no real moment there. It's just the tidal wave of momentum. Yeah. But I mean, it, it just this season again reminded me 
of how great this product is overall, I mean, why too. we come back for more every year, why we get more invested, why we do n- stupid nerd breakdowns of stats that we make up in the middle of everything, Jameson. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like genuinely... The, 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 the JDVOA or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's made an appearance. It, and it, you know what? The, the Chiefs and the Eagles were two of the top teams in that, and here we were. Absolutely. And I just, well, I love, one? I love what no, it I gives think us. The, the Bills, I think we're number one. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah. Well, I mean, too. I mean, we had we had I think arguably one of the best years for a rookie class. Like it was a very good rookie. Class. Like it just rookies contributed everywhere. Like yeah. Mr. Irrelevant won a playoff game. Yeah. Two of them. So you I- want some playoff games? We had we had some we have I mean, we have arguably the best corner in the league came out of this class. Yeah. Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Sauce Gardner. Yep. I mean, yeah. if, if no we, debate. Yeah, yeah, we, that that one's wrapped up. <laughs> but but arguably, if you if you want to talk about votes and rankings, I hilarious. think Tariq Wollen was number two. Why did I say Sauce? Was the number two cornerback ranks? I don't know. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. I think different. it's the Gardner Johnson definitely... and then Sauce Gardner. Yeah, and they're both they're both. In the I just gotta make fun of myself. Yeah, they're both DBs. They both play for green teams. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. sure. I don't know. I made those some loud fans. Whatever. But it, no, it it. Genuinely, I loved it, and and the, these playoffs just make me more excited. I think for what's to come in twenty three, twenty four, and I'm super pumped about it. Um, very quickly, I want to touch on. I need to watch my time here. Oh, we're fine. Never mind. I thought I thought it was much worse than that. Uh, the Player of the Year awards garbage because it's garbage. Um, kind it's of. It's dumb. It's pretty garbage. It's a dumb thing that was dumb. The best thing happened, though. The dumbest thing no, happened. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You talking about George Kittle singing? Because that was horrible. It was really bad. It was so I love bad. everybody's like, he can sing? I'm like, are you kidding me? No, he can't he sing. He cannot sing. He can't. There's no way. That is bad karaoke. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Was, no, what I'm talking about is that Geno Smith officially has an MVP vote. He does. And, and yep. before Russell Wilson. That is funny. Yep. That is hilarious. I, it's absolutely Again, funny. We'll, we'll add the caveat that, yeah, sure, they changed how MVP voting works now. But no, 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 sure, no, 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 no. You rank them one through five, and then you, you do that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. he does have officially an MVP vote. It is in the NFL history books. Yeah. And, I, hey, they both played in a season where they have the new MVP rules. Yeah. One of them got a vote, and the other one didn't. And the other one was supposed to be... You know, atop the AFC. That's true. Take the team to the Super Bowl. So you know, he gets Sean Payton as a coach now. Though. Oh, he does. I mean, good for hey, him. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, but... I'm rooting for him now. We're done with the Broncos. Yeah. Wipe my hands clean. I won't. I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. If the Broncos would like to uh, take the Chiefs down a notch or two, that'd be nice. Uh, don't don't hate that. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it wouldn't make me sad if they beat him at least once in the regular season next year. Uh, no other ones though. I mean. I, we said it on the show last week, so I won't like beat it to death, but genuinely, they need to come up with a most improved award yeah. and then a comeback. And the comeback is injury, loss of season due to some personal conflict, whatever, like somebody decided to go off the war or something and came Cancer. back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whatever it is, but they need they need to rename or restructure that award into two things because You're Geno salty. Smith just showed you what, why you can suck for nine years, not start at all because you're not good enough. And then finally, uh, you listen to your coaches long enough to where you have a good season and then you win an award that you shouldn't win because it goes to the guy who was injured last year who came back from that injury and was awesome. And it's retarded. 
I'm going to say the R word on this podcast. It's retarded. Everybody, he's just salty. Yeah. No, I think it's it. dumb. I think it's I absolutely dumb. It's so disrespectful of- to guys who actually went through stuff and had to come back. Yeah, Gino he just sat on the bench and did he nothing. Sat the, he sat on the he bench, did but no, he collected millions of dollars that, while he stared at other people doing what he wasn't good enough to go do. See, the word comeback he, from Im- implies enough. He didn't come back. It's a comeback he story. Didn't. It's a comeback story, is it not? It's a, it's a comeback story. How? It's literally the way you spelled it out. He wasn't good and then came back and was good. He, from what though? From not what? being good. <laughs> not being good. Being a bum. That's it's a comeback a, story. It, some, bro, it's literally be, a comeback story. Something can be a good story. <laughs> is it not a comeback but, story? But though? not being a comeback story. It's not how a comeback. How is it not a comeback like, story? I love, His career came back. I love Kurt Warner more than like anything. That's not a comeback story. That's how just is a it good not a story. Com- how it's is a great story. How is it not a comeback story? How is it Kurt Warner? He was doing groceries and stuff. He was he, working at a 7-Eleven or whatever. It, <laughs> it would like, be different if he won. Yeah, but yeah. The comeback story for Kurt Warner would be he won a Super Bowl with the Rams. He went to the Giants and stunk. And then he yeah. came back and won a Super Bowl with the Cardinals if that would have happened. That's a comeback. Before, he didn't. He wasn't up there. Okay, here we go. To drop and then come Gino back. Was to was win a starter. Gino wasn't playing. Gino That's was a issue. starter in this league. Second round pick. He, he got, got punched, punched in the, in the face, face and then he sucked. Yeah, and no. was toxic for nine years. And yeah. then moved teams, and then you guys Multiple traded. Times. Move, move, move a quarterback. through. Yeah, move, move to like three different teams. Was rode the bench. Yeah, because then, then comes back and has actually. You you can even make the argument he had a great year for one because I mean he broke a lot of records. He led the league in passing until the passing. Uh, until the last few games. Yeah, no, he definitely fell off. Yeah. But anyway, well overall. I think had a really great season. Like I had a great, great that, season. You know, you know who didn't the starting quarterback award. You know who didn't fall off and who had a great year all year long and came back from a catastrophic injury was the guy who finished second in voting and should have won the freaking award, which is CMC. Oh, because a hundred percent should have won the award. I'm sorry. I I mean, look, you got one out of three that you were hoping for. Okay. I'm sorry, um, but Why it's not a three? comeback. They need to change it. Yeah. They do. It needs to change it. It needs to be a comeback. It needs to be most improved. Gino was definitely most improved. I like. I would the give most, him that all day. I, I also just like the most improved award. Yeah, more it's than, basketball. More it's than great. I even like the comeback player award yeah. personally, because I think Gino would definitely like easily snatch an improved player. Because oh, yeah. I like the oh. improved stories almost more than I like the comeback. Yeah, stories. there is nobody who made a bigger leap this year than Gino. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, and he should get they, paid, and he should get he he should. I mean, more than an award, he should get paid. Um, but like genuinely, the dude proved himself. He went in, found the right coaching staff, did his thing. Like yeah. this is not me arguing against the guy playing well. Yeah. He did. It's a hundred percent about how you classify the award, and historically, always you have done this other thing. And then you go against it just because you want to honor a guy for having a good year. Okay. I mean, like that's pretty But again, dumb. The, this whole thing, I knew this was going to happen because there's no, there's no specifying of what the comeback is. Except what the word and, comeback means. And it's a comeback story. I mean, it's a comeback story. I'm not going to say the other word, but you know, could you define the word? Are you guys getting my reference here? This is the no. Clinton reference. No, I'm, I'm going to need you. Uh, I'm going to need you to define the word. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like, I, I'm lost. But so okay. you're, yeah, that that happened around the time, actually happened before you were born. Yeah. So, um, no, it, like, uh, like it definitely is that scenario, though. Yeah. And and that's why it's dumb, and that's why they need to give it two awards. But they proved it themselves. I uh, I definitely did say both the rookie awards would go to the Jets, and they did. Um, dumb. But 
That's but dumb. The, the, I will say again, the receiver running back scenario with Wilson and uh, and with Walker that could have gone either way, and that and that would have been fine. I would have I could yeah. live with that one no problem. Um, I I, but but clearly that one that one on like like let's just be real more more yards and more touchdowns and didn't win it and won more. Hey, he learned more touchdowns, more first place votes, and but more we yards. Already had this argument. That guy had four different dudes throw him the ball. He earned it by his dang self, but had but also had less yards and less touchdowns and less. Touch- hey, like, I picked Kenneth Walker. Uh, well, I, I, I was right. You the, were wrong. It's fine. <laughs> but literally, to me, it, it, like there is no realm where it makes sense to me, except for in the realm where all of the people who watch this game and this get to is, vote to me, agreed to me, with this me is East Coast and not bias. with you. 100% this is East Coast bias. This is East Coast bias garbage. He's just good. This is and, the yeah. one, and if you're talking about his career too, by the way, he's going to be better. This is the that. one that I oh, didn't get that I'm like, okay take. with. The other one, Offensive Player of the Year, not Absolute really okay Absolute trash. They stole that from Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. seriously. How in the there world? Was, there was there was a piece in my head that thought they might do it. I like sure. Like I was like, oh yeah. They, I mean, the, the writers love Jefferson. Yeah, they love him. And, and plus, it is most like, people should too. And is, you should. He's amazing. Yeah, and it's, a good, it's a good yeah. excuse to to like award the best receiver in football because, yeah. as we know, the MVP is a quarterback award. Yeah, absolutely. So, like you know, last year with Cooper Cup, it's like, well, he's not going to win MVP. But he's clearly like the the runner up, so we're gonna give him but, this award. But the MVP but, was a one A one B here. Yeah, and, and in this case, was. it's like Jalen Hurts with what he did yes. with that team in the regular season because it's a regular season award. Regular season rushing award. touchdowns and, and even in the postseason, like even yards. if it mattered, even if it did, even if it yeah. mattered, like consistently, Bro. what they were like fifteen and one this when is, he played. Yeah. And Something obviously like he wasn't going to win MVP because Mahomes. Yeah. And, and Mahomes should have won it. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. That I should, totally agree. I think that was, it should have been unanimous personally. Yeah, I can't believe uh, that it wasn't. No, there, there were two votes that did I didn't, not I didn't go track exactly how the voting panned yeah. out. I ended up not watching it. Was, it was, one was, was it, for Jalen Hurts, and I think one might have been for Jefferson. I don't know. It, I don't remember um, who it was. Either, either way. Oh, no, one was for Josh Allen. Oh, yes, that is what it was. Uh, it was a Josh Allen uh, vote, and it was a Jalen Hurts vote. And so I think that that was some Bush League. But you know, yeah. Well, that but hometown writers do that for their if guys. If he would have had like double digit touchdowns, then I am better with that. Who? What? what wasn't there the one? Uh, wasn't it Shaq that got hosed out of the unanimous? The NBA. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I mean, Steph was the first unanimous. I'm pretty sure it was Shaq that got hosed out of the unanimous, and Shaq was like, "I would like the address." <laughs> Le- LeBron had a couple where it should have been unanimous, yeah. but they gave like Joe Kim Noah like uh, an MVP vote for a season, and we're like. Yeah. Come on, because really? like, hometown guys vote for the hometown guys. Yeah. The writers' association need to get get together and deal yeah, with their selves. But, but other than that, like even Daywall for coach of the year, like I thought, yeah, Peterson, fine. But I, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. Flip a coin, I'm yep, gonna sure. be happy. And and, and, yeah, and I, like I, I, I made a strong case for my guy. I was I was obviously in the Doug Peterson uh, bandwagon, but like I get it. I think Shanahan could have just as easily won it. Shanahan ended up being number two in the voting. To Andy Reid. Yep. Did, did wait? Did Nick Sirianni even get a nod? Uh, he got votes. I think he got votes. He did. Okay. He got votes. Like if I had to pick five, it would be those and then Sirianni yeah. would be yeah, and, yeah. like my fifth guy. But in it was rotation. in order. So. It was Daybold and Shanahan, then, um, Peterson, then Reed and then Sirianni. Yeah. That was gotcha. the, that was and the those, order. Those are the five that I would like any one of them could have won. Yeah. Dayball and Peterson were like my top two though. Yeah. So. And, and for me it was, it was, it was, uh, it was just Peterson one, Daybold two. Yep. Like that, that's where yeah, I was if, at. If, and Sirianni Peterson, Peterson personally was, was three. Like, I, I had Sirianni three. 
Um, I think Shanahan's coaching staff, just want to give credit to a certain guy named Greasy, uh, who coached four quarterbacks this year for the 49ers, <laughs> might have deserved yeah. it. Deme- uh, Demeco so Ryans, by the way. Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't talk about yeah. the, that award, but I would have easily said Demeco Ryans. Yeah, I mean, if we would have gone through it, that, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, dude's head coach now mm-hmm. and, and, uh, Coach number one defense in the league. Also, blah, blah, blah. can we talk about how funny it is that Dak Prescott got booed for man of the year by the Philly fans? That's like I so freaking good. love that. That's like so the good. best. Like, I hate them. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate them. They're horrible human beings. Who, if you watch Philly the entrance fans. to Philly, yeah, uh, in, in, in to the stadium videos, they're horrible to people. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, come it's so get bad. your come get your children and take them home videos, basically, because yeah. that's what's really funny is it's like kids that inherited the hate. Right. Yeah. And they're the ones standing there. It's like these 140 pound looking hipster dudes holding, you know, holding their like 16 ounce in a coaster standing there next to the line. And they're screaming at them because they know they got the army of people behind them that'll back them up if they go get the fight. But they're the ones putting up a fist with a one particular finger up, like right in your face. The one finger salute. yeah, Yeah. They're giving out one finger salutes. And I'm just like. The guy you're doing that to is 275 pounds. Well, I'm say, it though, looks they, like he kills yeah. people they definitely for got fun. It. They, won, is, they won the argument with Joey Bosa. 100%. They got on that dude's head. Oh, yeah, they did. At the oh, NFC Championship oh, yeah. game? Sorry. Yes. Uh, but I'm just thinking of things like that. Like when Joey Bosa went to watch his brother play. Yeah. Like like the, the Philly fans won that. Yeah. Oh, they, that's all they want to do, though. And that's yeah. the thing is like they do take going to a stadium and watch a game uh, to an insane level, and Dude, I mean, if I was ever in Philly, uh, I would buy a Philly hat. And like, if the Seahawks are playing oh, this straight up, I'm walking in there with a Westbrook jersey on or an or To jersey, and I yeah. am not saying yeah. jack squat yeah, the whole time. I, I, on my way into the stadium, I'm buying a Philly hat. I an honestly hat. think I would have gone into the black hole before I go there. Yeah. Dead serious with with gear on. I think I would go to the black hole. I would probably survive the black hole at yeah. least in uh, dude, maybe in Philly. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to go to therapy for years after that. <laughs> like, Dude, oh know? my gosh! I mean, at least I'd be in and out of the emergency room. See, I guess the funny in thing, Oakland. The funny thing is, like, Eagles but, fans right now are like, "Yep, that's right, that's, that's right, right, that's right, that's our house. Get out!" Oh, we don't care. We, yeah, they're they were awful. But uh, now, but booing Dak Prescott, who's a cowboy, is funny. <laughs> that, yeah, it is. Also, I will say too. It's the only the, time that a Cowboys player is ever gonna make an appearance in the Super Bowl, <laughs> Dak Prescott. Yeah, is the Walter uh, Payton of the year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, uh, my bad. I talked off the mic there. Uh, I, I just think they're just terrible people. And, but I did love, I, I, I do love all of the cowboy hate during Super Bowl week. That was phenomenal. About gamesmanship that just need to stay. And like, people were like, why are you booing this guy? It's like, dude, that's like the best thing about sports is like, you have these rival fan bases. And it doesn't matter what they do. It's because they're just it's not going to like you. And it's that's what uniform why, you wear. That's why these yeah. games are so fun to watch. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I just. Loyalty runs deep. Yes. I will say, however, um, hoping the death of future children to a pregnant woman's face. Yeah. Pretty much makes you a horrible human being. There is booing someone. And then there's wishing death upon someone's future child. And yeah. I kind of draw the line there. Um, I think we need to leave that alone. I'm, I'm all for the games and give take. each other a hard time. Oh, yeah. Let's let's not cheer no, for I'm not the death with of the children. We are unborn with, children. We are anti-murder. We yeah, are on this podcast. podcast. Yeah. We, 100%. We are, we're standing against. It's a hot take here. Yep. Don't kill Anti-murder. people. Take that, Anti- Skip Bayless. Yeah. Anti-violence. 
I haven't heard That's you speak up about. on that one before. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you guys see the gotta lose one and it puts up six annoying uh, sports pundits and literally everyone in it's the article this Skip week, Bayless. it was Skip Bayless. Like, got it, got to lose one. Listen, and literally everybody goes, hands down, it's Skip Bayless. And listen, you, Stephen I didn't Smith's see one moron, other name but mentioned. But I will listen to, I will, I will oh, yes. listen to Steve Bayless. I will listen to He went on I like will. a legendary Cowboys fan hate rant the other day. <laughs> oh, like, so on, good. On Radio Row. Like, that makes on a him redeemable. Podcasts. That makes yes. him redeem like that. But, I will, I listen to him every Monday after the Cowboys lose. Yeah. With that it's oh, also yeah. like. I do too. The Stephen A. Smith Skip bits Bayless is are more. far more enjoyable than like the bit that Skip tries to do, which is just be a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's, yeah, that's his bit. Yeah. Your I want to recognize that we actually can go back up just for half a sec. Uh, I want to recognize. Okay, we're good. Never mind. We'll make sure I didn't do anything dumb. Uh, can you believe that we that are the going in the NFL New Year's next month? Yes, I can. I'm. I'm already like also, my, my brain is going. Baseball next month too. Yeah. I am. Excited. I don't get excited for baseball until April, so that's when my brain flips. That's fair. And but and usually I'm, I'm also studying the NFL draft you, at that point. You you don't have as much to look forward to probably this year as I do. Um, I don't want to have this conversation right now. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm just saying. I don't think about baseball until the playoffs until until September up. October. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, you know what? Now we have a hundred and X amount of games behind us. These ones actually matter. That's fair. So. And these I was, teams are all good. I was genuinely right. looking at uh looking at free agency, which starts March fifteenth. We got the combine coming up mm-hmm. uh on is that the twenty seventh? I think. That sounds right. I don't know. Twenty fifth, twenty seventh, somewhere in there. Um the uh the NFL Combine's coming and we've got all these guys with big question marks uh in terms of where they're going to be. Uh the first one the most important one is Aaron Rodgers. That is the most important one. We don't know what team he's going to play for, but there is another chip that's going to fall before him, it seems, um, because uh, today the Raiders had to cut him. Um, mm-hmm. And so Derek Carr has it is a free agent, straight up free agent, got cut. Only count six million dollars against the cap this year. Yeah, Did not that, realize that. Brilliant move on the Raiders. They cut him before the... 40 yeah. million or whatever was going right. to Right. And they couldn't make the trade. It seems like uh, the Saints were like, hey, you know, you could just tell them, cut me, and then we'll pay you next week. Like, we, we just or can't trade month. for that contract. Yeah. Next, uh, next month, official signing. But like, he can go into negotiation before everybody else. So he is the first one that gets to go talk to teams, first one that gets offers put at him. Uh, I mean, because he just of- got straight up released. I mean, yeah, so being straight up released, he's he's the easiest target to go get. Yep. He's easiest. So I think though that he could genuinely be the first chip that falls. He's gonna be he could be the first be. guy that's gonna collect contract. Now, Aaron Rodgers right now is um <laughs> apparently sitting in the dark talking to himself <laughs> yes. for the next four days. What a goon. Uh, I think he's starting actually tomorrow. Uh if you listen to Ian Rappaport though, he was supposed to start on Monday, but then some stuff happened and then yeah. da, da, da. I'm starting that my story, diet tomorrow. I love that. That's the vibe that gives me. <laughs> I was listening to uh, who's I listening to this morning? Oh my gosh! Uh, I was listening to Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen had to go on the air and publicly apologize for listening to Ian Rapaport, uh and a couple other people, by the way, that that made the claim about him uh, about Aaron Rodgers uh, pushing his retreat off. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, we got bad source information." I'm like, "You were talking about a guy's yoga retreat." 
on your show, first of all, which is dumb, which I, I didn't enjoy that Pat McAfee did either, and I'm a big fan of Pat. But I was like, you're, you're, re, you're apologizing about your bad journalism in regards to his yoga retreat? Sorry, he's starting on uh, Thursday, not Monday. And I was just uh, like, uh, this doesn't matter at all. Like, this is the dumbest thing. But anyway, the reason I'm bringing it up is because these are all uh, things that are going to affect the quarterback market, which is the most important market in all of sports when it comes to personnel. And uh, so I wanted to play this little game today. I made a little wheel of all the teams that need to go get a quarterback. Or has a quarterback question. Um, or has a big quarterback question uh, going into this next year. And uh, so, for instance, uh, the teams I've got included on this are New Orleans, uh, Indy, Carolina, Tampa Bay, obviously, the Raiders now, uh, the New York Giants, the Jets, and Houston. Those are those are teams that have all the big question marks going into this next year. I think you could you could have conversations about teams like Atlanta. Certainly, the Packers can be th- put into the equation here. Seahawks, just they, they don't they don't have anybody under contract. Seahawks seem pretty certain on where they're headed. Geno already said, "Yeah, we're talking." Yeah, like we want to make this work, and and it seems like that's all mutual interest. Um, the Packers we could put in here, but he's under contract, so I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that that obviously could change quite a bit. And you would just assume Jordan Love just slides in anyway um, for the whatever length of time. But I want to throw out a name. I want to hear your opinion real quick. Um, and what I'm going to do is just start at the top of the list. So first, if Aaron Rodgers is in fact changing teams, and we're going to go with the presumption that he is because it's definitely trending that way. Yeah. If he's, if he's going to change teams... Is it one of these teams or a team that we have maybe not even mentioned? We're going to let the wheel tell us which one it thinks, but is there a team that you think that he goes to that seems obvious for him? I mean, obviously there's two that are the main ones that people talk about. Okay. It being the Vegas and New York Giants, not Giants, Jets. I personally think he's going to go to the Jets. I think if you're, if you're him, that's what you will waive your no trade clause for. Hmm. Okay. Because, because I believe he has one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's hundred percent. So this, so this decision his is his current, yeah, current situation and future. And I think so. That's my because they got obviously the Nathaniel Hackett hire seems to be pretty obvious as to mm-hmm. why that's there. And they got they got more weapons. They Jets got are a, also willing to do uh, cash over cap. They've already indicated that they have no problem spending the money also, right now. It's a bigger market. I mean, if New, New York, York. New York's a big deal. Yeah. Um. Also, he could get twelve. I just I don't see. I see. I hear the Raiders mentioned a lot. But I don't understand other than, you know, there's this wide receiver who plays there that he yeah. really likes. I don't see how that makes a ton of sense. I don't that defense is not good. Mm-mm. And if you're going to go risk it all, I think you'd go to a better defensive situation, which At I think your the, age. the Jets are. The Jets, yeah. are, the Jets are better. Jets there are, are still questions because they're young. They, so they haven't, you don't know what their potential is. He he would have one of the best running backs talent wise in the league, depending on how that injury heals. You would imagine it's going to be great, and yeah. Brees Hall's going to be ready to go. Yeah. Um. But but Garrett, a great running back situation. You have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Yep. Yes. On that team, good you have, young team you with a lot Wilson. more draft picks. By the way, they yeah. still got draft picks coming. You got Garrett Wilson. Spot. You got Elijah Moore. Yep. Like who? I mean, that dude can play. It's just his court. Like that quarterback did not like him. Yeah, that's and so fair. and so when he did, I think his rookie year, he had like eight hundred and nine hundred yards somewhere in Conklin that. Conklin had a good year. Yeah, Conklin. Yep, that O line has some really st- some some big dudes there. Yeah, so. I, they, there's there's a lot to like about the New York situation. Does make sense. 
the there's been obviously a few other teams thrown out recently that you've heard. Um, you know, Tampa being the uh, a, I would say a formidable option with a great receiving core. Uh, some holes to fill uh, defensively. You saw them get blown up a few times, most notably by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think health um, was a huge deal for that team too. Absolutely, and and they've got to they've got to figure out they've got a um, a few contracts on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to figure out they got a corner contract and uh, Levante David. Uh, they got to figure out as well. So there's a few things there, but I would expect that that could be a conversation if some things fall the right way. Um, but it seems like he's going to make that decision pretty soon. My he point, said he, he said it was, but he also said that he said luck. he was going to make it a lot sooner than he did last year. Yeah, didn't want to draw it out. Mm-hmm. But if he does decide to say, um, what if the Packers don't want him? What if they're like, hey, it's time, we're we're done. They made this decision before, but I'll be honest, Jordan. I, I've heard some Packer fans say some really nice things about Jordan Love, and that's mm-hmm. adorable. He's not good. I have no problem saying that out loud. He is not good. I've watched him play. That is not your future. Okay? Like, it's no, not. No, but, but I think you... I think Could be you right team, now. I think for this team, it's the rip the, rip the bandit off and get this done. Yeah, because they're going to be his in value, a brand his, new cycle like, to figure it out. Like, honestly, if they were really smart, they should have done it last year. Yeah, sell I agree. High. Sell I high. agree, and I thought they were. I, I really did. I, you sell high. You, you sell high. He literally came off an MVP. Yep. You could have gotten three first round picks for this guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever, whatever Russ did plus more. That's the well, situation you were in. And, well, in, in terms of what he would get. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Russ, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be an actual first Ru- In terms of what Russ gets you, sorry. Yeah. Plus more. So, and, and, and I mean, that set the bar. And, and I think right now you're just terrified of what that bar would be if, well, that's what Russ got you and then did what he just did. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. You're definitely yeah. terrified, but I think, I mean, Aaron Rodgers track record is right better than Russ's, so. Also, to recognition that you are not getting the years with Aaron that you would get with Russ, um, mm-hmm. you know, at the position. You're probably getting two to so. three with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Two and and likely in that two range. I mean, we saw the drop off. Mm-hmm. So you know, his it his decision making is pretty obvious. If it's not real clear, I will throw the ball away. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I'm just not going to make mistakes. So um, I say I'm, Jets too. By the way. I'm going to go ahead and spin the wheel. I agree with you. I think we're unanimous, though. If he's just making the choice, it does seem like of the current options available to him that the Jets would be the best fit. Well, and I even think, too, here's something. I mean, obviously, I think Zach Wilson's a bum. Yeah, but but what if what if this had a two year deal? And then what if Zach Wilson then becomes this amazing dude that because he learned under Aaron Rodgers and then then they got their guy also. I I doubt it. I doubt yeah. it. Yeah, I doubt it. This guy. I mean, we're reaching. Oh, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying because we all seen that kid play football. He oh, freaking sucks. So bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, um, he's so probably bad. the worst quarterback oh. in the league. I will say the only that we saw. That we saw play. You're making me think. You're making me think. Yeah, yeah, I think the only potential asterisk to my Jets thing is if Aaron doesn't want to go to the AFC because of how stacked it is for quarterbacks. And he's the type of guy that definitely would not want to go there. Like he's, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's why he stayed in the NFC this year. Yeah, I, and going. that's a that that division. I the mean, division's yeah. not a lot of fun right now. Nope. top to bottom, that's a tough division. Yeah. I will, that's that's a valid point. But I mean, you know, look at what the AFC West was. You got you three, thought it was you thought yeah. it, you thought it was going to be this juggernaut, yeah. and then there was really only one. I team. would just say there don't two good teams in that division. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say just don't be the guy that doesn't go to like the perfect situation. 
because like the AFC is stacked. I, I do want to say that I think that's what makes Tampa attractive. That's why I think that Tampa yeah. should be a consideration. I understand you don't want to be that the guy that follows Tom bad. Brady, yeah. but but that division sucks. If you want to talk about past it's not the getting Super better Bowl, anytime soon. You get to the like, playoffs, it's like, okay, who do I have to beat? Yeah. Because all we have to do in the NFC is just win nine, ten games. Yep. Kirk Cousins, that's all we want you to beat. Oh, I can beat Kirk. Been yeah. doing it for years. And then all I got to do is get up for like the Eagles because I don't think we yeah. think the and, Eagles and, are really and, going and anywhere. Eagles are a Niners. Yeah, so I was like, yep. okay, we got to get up for one of these teams and then we're in the Super Bowl maybe. All right, I'm pushing the button. We're saying Jets right now, but I think if Tampa becomes a stronger consideration, I'd like to throw that as my sneaker pick. All right. It says I should turn on the sound for this too. Oh, it likes Houston. Yeah, that's not happening. But that's not happening. Uh, he's not going to rookie head coach. No. Um, unless uh, Wheel, you were definitely wrong on this one. Yeah. Also, well, because also Houston is way is <laughs> unless DeAndre Hopkins makes a return to Houston, then he ain't going there. Yeah. But even then, that roster is way worse than the. I would, you'd just stay if, if if that was the only team that was like gonna trying to get you. Yep. You just stay unless he's like right. homies with. D'Amico Ryan. Derek Carr. I mean, it looks pretty obvious it's the Saints. That is the team that went after him. I'm going to say the Panthers. Uh, but I, I think the but Panthers could get a, choose the Panthers. That's the thing. This isn't a trade scenario. He but, gets to okay, pick okay, his team. Okay, but here's the thing. The Panthers, again, I hate, I hate this talk, but on paper, they've got some good pieces. They got they they got they got some running backs that can play. I mean, you, we saw two of them. We saw uh, Foreman and Hubbard yeah. play and, yep. and be good running backs. You got DJ Moore uh, over there. I will say Wilkes did a heck of a job. Yeah, okay, he did a great job. Wilkes, Wilkes did a really good job. Glad to have him on the 49ers um, staff replacing Ryan. They have, they Ryan's, have some but... pretty good young players. They got Brian Burns. They got Shaq Thompson over there. Yep. They've got uh, J.C. Horn. So yep. like they, they oh they, yeah they yeah. have they have some pieces here and sure. J.C. Horn had Coming a back. sneakily really good season this past it's, year. It, it, he did and so. And he's only in the second year. I think that maybe the Panthers could get desperate, and because they're hearing all this Saints talk, mm-hmm. trying to be like, we will, we will pay you ten million more dollars than whatever they're paying. Well, you. that means you and could. For have- those of you hating on that take, remember they went five hundred in their last twelve games. Mm-hmm. So just, just remember that that was with with a interim head coach. They're I one of them- the quarterback away teams, kind of. I think they're. I mean, they're. They're clearly some linemen away. I think you, you got to win the trenches. I personally, they they were not good there. I personally think this team might be equal to the Saints without the, like like in terms of of talent on their roster because I mean this Saints team is in mm. cap space hell right yeah, now. Yeah, what they did to themselves. Um, Alvin Kamara is is aging. He's still good. He, he, hey, they got that extra draft pick. Though. Slant boy Ben washed. <laughs> that was a preseason prediction of mine. Yeah. So I mean, but but you got Chris Olave, Al- right? That is true. Olave's on their team. Olave's pretty dope. Um, Emmanuel San- was he on that team this year? He's done. Oh, yeah. is he done? He's done though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. what am I thinking? He said he was. De- he said he was done during Super Bowl week. So, yeah. like, I, I remember him talking. They oh, were asking okay. him if he was going to try and make another run. He's like, Nah, I'm done. Because um, he was talking about how he wished he'd stay with the 49ers. But so. but anyway, <laughs> but like, so think about that. I mean, who in the secondary? I mean, I don't remember who they really got. Like, I think that there's some more. I mean, they're Lattimore and yeah, right? Honey Badger. Oh yeah, they had Honey Badger this year, but I think he was one year, or was he two? Did you remember? Okay, I remember. He might have got the same. But I think that they have more questions for the future. I think I just like. I think maybe this Panthers team might be like. I think you. I think you're making a good case for a long term. And if that's if that's the deal is offered to him, that makes sense. I think the Saints are probably they can only really give the two to three year option here because they're gonna have to pay cash up front, and they know that they can't afford the year to year big chunk. Yeah. So 
that, so they're not going to go long term. Yeah, and that, I that's also think I mean that. Carr is a kind of quarterback that would make sense there because the, the, the Saints. Yeah, because he's not necessarily like a ceiling raiser. He's kind of no. a floor raiser kind of guy. And they're going to raise, the, and they're going to get better on defense. That's what that team's yeah. going to do. Whereas mm-hmm. if you put they're him on, on the Panthers, it's like okay, well, we can't really put Carr on the Panthers and expect him to like make everybody around him better, but, which is kind of what they but need. But what else would they do if if we say Rogers goes to if Rogers goes to the Jets? I think Derek take, Carr's best available. I think yeah. well, well, yes, but do you take the best available or do you say? We're gonna uh, take a guy like Jimmy that, G. Actually, but we're gonna take a guy like Jimmy G and pay him significantly less than we would have to pay Carr, where we can bolster other parts of the roster, and then it becomes yeah. a little more balanced. But I mean, I, I, my thing with, I mean, Derek Carr has proven that he can be healthy. So like, what? I mean, the, 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 just one big yeah. injury. That's but, fair. But the one the, the best individual player might not always be the best one for your team to take. Oh, I totally because totally like with that. Aaron Rodgers is the best available quarterback, but we're not like he should go to the Panthers. But remember, I yeah. mean, so this Saints team was not great, but the defense was not necessarily their issue. It was the fact that they couldn't put up points consistently. And Dalton did go two hundred two and one. That was his averages all year long. Which mm-hmm. most teams would be like, I'll take that. Like two hundred two and one. That's those are Jimmy G numbers. Though that wins you games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem was that they were not good on third down because the the trick to beating the Saints was make it over five yards and Dalton. You're taking away Dalton's check down, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's how you hose them. And the dude doesn't have a downfield arm, so the slinger makes sense. That that's why we're making the push. I think here from a personnel standpoint, I don't think he's better than Jimmy G personally. Just look at stats, look at numbers. I don't think that Carr on paper is genuinely a better winner, but he is a better gunslinger. Well, I think and, if if Carr played for the Niners, I think he would have better stats. Everybody yes. likes this discussion, uh, and because it's the whole it, because it's the Shanahan deal. I understand, but I've also watched them play, and I've yeah. seen Derek Carr play at an MVP caliber. Yes, and then Jimmy, I and Jimmy then I've G seen Jimmy G run out of the back of the end zone and throw flailing interceptions <laughs> in I've, the biggest moments. I have also multiple times. I've also seen Derek Carr become allergic to his own team and throw the ball to the wrong guy in the fourth quarter. I can't tell you how many times. So is well, Jimmy. That's also fair. Jimmy's uh, done that too. Yeah. G- oh, really? Did you do that? Did you do that when he took his team to the Super Bowl? Or no? But uh, the, I mean, I watched- he didn't. He's bro. He's not available. He's not an available quarterback. <laughs> you can, I, you can love Jimmy G all yeah. you want because he was on your team until you do Super Bowl. Okay, but you can I no, I do not like him on. I do not want him on my team. I don't want him on a team because he's not available, bro. I I'm making I'm but the case that I'm making is legitimately what has Derek Carr done over the course of a career? Okay, when you know when it comes to winning games that matter, and and putting himself even in a position where he's playing in games that matter. And, and just with the Raiders, he went to the bro. playoffs once. He was and then he broke twice. his leg. Yeah, twice. And then they are a terrible, yeah. well, he was only, managed I mean, he only franchise. Once, he only played once, yeah. but he took him twice. Yeah. And, he has and, also played in probably the most dysfunctional franchise of the past couple of years. With oh, Henry Ruggs. Come on now. Hold Henry, on. Henry Ruggs and oh. Gruden. Oh, Jaguars. Uh, that, that's dysfunctional. You said, but you they, said last couple of years. So, I mean, well, we're talking yeah, about short I mean, term. Short term. There are, there's the Houston Texans. There is there's the bad coaches, and then there's yeah. your one of your main guys drove I also believe, miles an I also hour believe and, and that Derek Carr has some, of the, has some of the uh, most fourth quarter comebacks in the last uh, 10 years he's played. He has some of the most. Yeah. I, look, I, I understand what well, you're saying. Which is a bad team stat. 
That's a bad team quarterback. It, it is. It is, which because it's Jared Goff syndrome too. Okay. Yeah. And Matthew yeah. Stafford syndrome. Okay. Um, but legitimately, I'm just saying that Jimmy does things that put you in position to win games constantly. And he wins on third down. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now on third down. I just don't I, see. And I, I understand I don't he's see not any, available when you need him to be. I, I get still, it. I watch I, stuff. I, I can't get over the, the the system thing for guys who don't have overwhelming talent. Because I don't think either of those two guys have overwhelming talent. No. Which no. is why I'm like, you have to land in the right spot no. and it'll work. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and 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 I and I totally agree with that. Complete, like a hundred percent. Systems matter. You yeah. cannot. You you can't ask. Look what it. Yeah. You can't ask certain quarterbacks to go do certain things. Like you yeah. just you they're they're two different styles. Jimmy Jimmy is a good decision maker when it matters, which is third down, which is late in the game, which is all those little things. That's what he does. Carr is a gunslinger who gets the ball to people and lets them make plays. And he himself is a playmaker. He can make those big throws. Yeah. And he does those special things. I think that's what New Orleans needs. I don't think that they need Jimmy. Yeah. I think I, I think that a team like the Jets makes sense for Jimmy. I agree. Because you've got the defense that can make it work, and you've got receivers that will go make the plays, and a running back that can go make the plays. I think that makes it a lot of sense. Almost That's why Rodgers makes... Rodgers and him are stylistically and uh, is similar. Like Jimmy they, could they go are. to Tampa Bay. I mean, any of those teams in that yeah. <laughs> in that division, they could use a quarterback. Oh, yeah. So it's Jimmy all- makes sense in Tampa. Jimmy makes sense in, in, in... I know we're moving to quarterbacks, but like... I'm just saying car only makes sense a couple of places. Yeah. I get if Carolina's throwing him five years, six years. Yeah. If they do, take it. And that makes sense for him because you can build around that and your identity yeah. can change a little bit. The Saints yeah. are in a, our defense is good. We only got X amount of time with Kamara and he's a huge part of our offense. Olave's, uh, Olave's the new guy. We just need one, one more weapon next to him. To make it work, um, you know, which all, all of a sudden, by the way, what's his face? How many touchdowns did that tight end score? Dude was catching like Pitch? three balls a game, oh, but no. it was a touchdown oh, for I'm... his Saints. Uh, Juwan Johnson, is that his uh, name? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. And dude was literally catching like a touchdown a game towards the end of the season. But like, um, but they need, just need one more weapon and they need a disbursement guy and they mm-hmm. want a gunslinger. That, mm-hmm. That's what they want. And you can, you can just see like Dennis Allen sitting there like, dude. We, I've got the defense. It's fine. I just need a guy to get these people the ball, and we need to give him one more weapon. So yeah. I, I, you can see how he fits that better than everywhere else. But it's going to be up to him. Do I want to win now, or do I want to? Am I okay with waiting another year while Carolina rebuilds and we make that into a thing? Yeah. And that that I and you know to Grant's perspective, like Carolina does make sense if that's the mindset. Yeah. I would. I would also. I mean, again. Tampa's one that he could fit if they want to do certain yeah. things, but they got to figure out their and at running the end of situation. The day, we're we're all just kind of taking bets on what he wants to do because again, he we don't know. Do, he, we don't know. He can literally just be like, oh, "Well, I don't want to go there, so I'm yeah. going to go here." And it's like, okay, well, because if you think so about this, even if, if he's it's like, not your like, best football go, fit, it's like I want to go to the place that has the most playmakers. That's Tampa. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. If, he, like, he can make his own decision, even if it's not what we would generally consider to be the best football yeah. decision. I, I would so. say that right now. If if it was me and I'm Car, okay, if I'm Car, the best ready to go team of the availables, and I'm just looking through my list here, is is Tampa. They just you just need to go. Okay, what's your plan on defense? Like yeah. I, I understand yeah. you had two offensive line starters out that will be back this next year, so I get it. That's where your that secondary was at. will come back to be healthy. What's your plan on defense, and who the heck am I giving the ball to? Like who's gonna run this yeah. thing? Like if I'm playing Madden and I'm just like I'm just gonna play. Some Madden Ultimate Team, and I'm gonna like move one guy over. 
It's like okay, yeah. well, I'm maybe just maybe, put him here. maybe Miles Sanders, maybe the buck, maybe let's go pay Miles Sanders. Yeah, because it just go. straight up like, and I mean, mm, I don't like that move personally, but but <laughs> I'm just but, like available guys. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. I mean, it's it's a, we're, we got that too, but yeah. like, uh, but playoff Lenny isn't regular season Lenny, and we need regular season something. Because mm-hmm. they need a run game. That was the worst, second worst team throughout the entire oh, year running the ball. Yeah. They were horrible. You, yeah. I mean, they couldn't break 70 yards most games. So they got to figure that out. And so, I mean, if I'm him, though, I like the rest of that team. I love the yeah. offensive line if it's healthy. Like, that's a great offensive line. Remember, mm-hmm. it's only a year removed from being the number one offensive line in the league. And that defense was a year removed from being top three in the league. Yeah. And I, so there's just little things here and there um, that, that, that they need. But I think that team's the most ready of the availables and for me from the number one potential that that that's where i would look but that's me all right i'm spinning the wheel the wheel says so does it take houston out the wheel says I see something it. that it can't be <laughs> it's the team that I think the raiders today. are on oh, there yeah, all right oh, what's yeah. the wheel says the wheel agrees with grant Likes the Panthers. Pencil it in folks all right Derek card of the Derek panthers. the panthers i i do like Pencil that one pencil it in um, I the the other ones that we that we or the other one we have to look at because we, and we've been talking about a ton already is Jimmy G. Uh, you know, Forty ers have made that very clear. Shanahan couldn't have made it more clear. He's like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I cannot see a scenario where that would happen. Um, he definitely said different things last year. So, mm-hmm. uh, what do we think in terms of that one? I think we've given some pretty strong opinions. Really, these three squads make a lot of sense. I've heard Houston though because of their head coach. I've heard that, I, that in, and that's a wide open situation mm-hmm. and a place that has money to burn. Mm-hmm. They, I, actually, I didn't even thought of that one. I like that for Jimmy. I, I really do. They will not have uh, <laughs> they will not have a wide receiver that you could name going into this next year. Um, I mean, I I think the Cooks difference done, just the, the difference with this is like the level of expectation. Like Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr are both guys that have more expectations from the general football public about where they should go to win. Whereas Jimmy G is probably just like, I need a spot where I can like go and just kind of do my thing and maybe gear up for the next contract or just kind of like ride on my days because I'm not the most talented guy, but I can win football. I have such a large injury history. I mean, is he 30, like 29, 30? Jimmy, yeah, he's crossed the thirty line. He will yeah, thirty one, I believe. As his yeah, he's, he's he's getting up there. So, so, what, it, so maybe like five more years of his career potentially, five six. Yeah, and I think if they throw enough money, I think Jimmy is going to chase a number. Um, and he's probably a stopgap guy for for the yeah. Texans. He is, and yeah. it's like if you're going to do it, you may as well just get like the uh, the most average quarterback that you can get. Sounds like his number from PFF. Their, like their contract is in 27. Okay. I believe is what it is. Uh, I yeah, think, real, and, and I think, and again, we have to think about this now. We're talking four to five. I'm thinking now, like $25 million, that's saving a lot of money at your quarterback's position when other quarterbacks yeah. are making 45, 50 million. And you'll at least still have the ability to like see how good your the rest yeah, of your they team have, is. They have, the, they have the, the largest, like the biggest draft capital this draft. They do. I, I was going to, I'll throw that in there. I said four to five. Uh, four to five is with voidable years. It's really a three-year deal, and you're going to come in at 81 million. That that's that's where PFF's got it, and I've, that's where I've seen it pretty much across the board. So Texans uh, go draft a wide receiver. With Texans, need, Texans need to go draft a wide receiver. They wouldn't hurt them to find another one somewhere. I mean, do they do essentially? Does Jimmy? Because I think he, if he goes to the Texans, he probably knows. I think Texans are probably going to draft a Bryce Young or a Miller or not Miller, a Stroud. They, probably. 
uh, it depends. Oh. I did, they wouldn't draft, draft it with a conversation the, later. Well, no, but they wouldn't draft. They wouldn't draft it early. They, you, you can't go. You can't go get that guy in the top ten after you pay a hundred whatever to this guy. Or, or, on paper, it's going to sound like a hundred when you when you so, do the Jimmy deal. So do they? So because even if it's a three year deal okay, at eighty one million, I, I, you I can't draft think, a top ten quarterback unless they're baking that into large... their investment for their future. Where they're like, we're going to get this guy. We're going to draft you, but you're not going to play yet. You're gonna because Jimmy. We, you're kind of still a project to us. It, so it, it depends on Ooh. who they draft, unless they're like, no, this is the guy I need. No, I'm, I'm just, let, let's just, backing up from the thought, let's just know that no one's paying $27 million for a backup quarterback. And mm-hmm. if your rookie outplays your guy, you can't well, have $27 million sitting on the bench. And they're not going to be able to trade him at $27 million if he no. ends up being a backup. Yeah. So that's why I say you can't spend it on 10. If a second rounder shocks I, you, I don't you know. can afford that. Part of me now is kind of, I think that's talking me out of Jimmy to the Texans because I think they might just, you know, draft a young or yeah. a Stroud. Be like, you're going to play now. We're going to get you reps now. If you are, if you are Ryan's, I think it's the smartest move is to go young. But I have heard, be, and it's not just because of the connection. Remember, Jimmy's got a connection. Go to young Ryan's. Bri- He's got do you mean, a connection do you mean to Bryce Sala. Young or do you mean young in age? Uh, <laughs> young in age. Okay. Uh, but, it, and, and, and that might not be a sele- bad selection either, but. Um, that everybody does see him as the number one quarterback being taken. I mean, it's a pretty strong consensus right now that, that Bryce Young's number mm-hmm. one. He's I've heard the a lot of that there's not a ranked whole, in the top five. I feel well. I've I've also seen a lot that the Stroud and him are not that they're not ranked a whole lot different. Stroud and him well, stylistically also play pretty similar. Yeah. I, Stroud to me is a freaking beast. Yeah, I, I like. I personally like him more. I like Stroud. I got no problem if saying he, that. If now. he is at if he's at five, tell you what I don't like. Got no problem saying this in the middle of this conversation. Don't like Will Levis. Don't spend the money no. on that guy. Don't do it. Don't draft him. That is not your guy. If, if Stroud is at If five. there is a first-round quarterback in this one, Stroud is your guy. Like, a, if there yeah. is a first-round quarterback here, which I'm not saying that there even is. not a bad consolation prize. No. Nope. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying he won't be a starter in the NFL. I just think the ceiling is the best on Stroud. That is the biggest arm. That is the most accurate quarterback. And that dude extends plays. I, I, 43 I, touchdowns? He Something is like a that? monster. I'm just saying, like I watched, I, I've watched him since his very first start uh, at Ohio State, and genuinely have just watched my eyebrows keep going up. Bryce Young, Bryce Young benefits from being on one of the best teams in the country. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're in, you're out, and having an incredible talent pool. In my opinion, that O line is insane. It's it's the Mac Jones conversation. How high is Bryce Young's ceiling? Genuinely. Mac Jones, we knew what he was. We know what he is, and it's pretty yeah. obvious. Well, I mean, it's so. the other thing too is the you know the history of Ohio State quarterbacks versus the history of Alabama quarterbacks. Like Alabama quarterbacks aren't always Bingo. the biggest turnout. AJ uh, McCarron is an Alabama quarterback. Hey, if J- if Jalen Hurts wouldn't have, wouldn't have left exactly, then he wouldn't be great. <laughs> yeah, we would not have seen a quarterback break the rushing record TD yeah. record. Yeah, we so it wouldn't have happened. Um, I don't know where I don't know Jimmy G. We I think we've kind of narrowed out where where he fits the best. Panthers to me, if I had to pick one, would be the Panthers personally. I I don't hate that. I don't hate the Panthers. I also don't hate the Colts. I don't either. I, I just don't I, think they're gonna do it. I don't. I, I kind of had that in the back of my mind last season too. You know? I think it, it depends on what it is. If they can get Jimmy on the two year in the Colts and they can go draft the guy, that actually makes a lot more sense. They've got to draft the guy. Like they yeah. got to go draft him. But if you go, hey, we're gonna put this guy in front of you. Wink, wink. We know how often he gets hurt. Um, so your chances are probably going to come sooner rather than later. But we need to get somebody that can play NFL football right now. 
mm-hmm. and we will get you there. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense if we if they can get Jimmy on the two year. It really depends on what Jimmy's market ends up being. Cause if this if the Jets hole gets filled by Rogers, love moves up into the Packers thing, then Carr ends up in uh the NFC South somewhere. That takes up some jobs. And uh if they don't like Jimmy short term in one of those places, you know, or, or if they're not giving him the right contract annually. You could see Jimmy chase the, you know, I'd rather take 27 or whatever here in Indy for a couple of years and uh, and get the opportunity right now with a, with a, a squad that's headed somewhere, knowing that I got a good running back. I got a young receiving core that's growing. I mean, Pittman is no consolation prize. I do it's no. a stud. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, you know, and, and they just need to um, clearly shore up that offensive line weirdly. Like it just, Who? what the crud? That was not the highest my- paid offensive line in the league. That's just so weird. I, that was a not but, in my, like, you know, 2022 NFL no, we bingo. Did, we were like, oh, man, they got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Guys. And arguably the amazing. best offensive lineman individual. And we were wrong. Um, <laughs> but everybody was wrong. I do I do think for Jimmy G, though, last thing on him is wherever he goes, he's probably only got, like, two years of starting left in him. I, sadly. Two to th- I think three is the oh, max. The wheel likes Houston. The wheel, oh, likes, the wheel likes Houston for Jimmy G. The wheel. I don't hate that. I I think that's pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, I, anywhere that any of these quarterbacks go, I'm not. It's not going to blow my mind. Of yeah. these places, I mean, now on if, if something happens where like, um, the Ravens like franchise tag Lamar, then send him to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. That's going to surprise yeah. me. I mean, out of the places that are available that we think I, these people are going, mm-hmm. nothing is going to surprise me. I wouldn't be shocked about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets because that's where I think he should go, and that's kind of what a lot of the buzz has been. I would be kind of shocked, I guess, that he actually did it because it's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers made a smart football decision for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Totally. This, is, this guy is a weirdo, but he, he actually and, and, did, he I mean, did and it. also all the, the <laughs> Packers also weirdo. made a smart move yeah. to get rid of him. Yeah. So, okay. I want to do this rapid reaction real quick. I want to just reaction. move over to the running backs really fast. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to list them. And uh, you tell me if if you think they're gonna stay, go and try and give a team, I, I, like real quick, yeah, like obviously Saquon, stay number one, he's staying, he's staying, right? Uh, yeah, I think stay him, him and him, him and and Mr. Jones earned a contract. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think, know that it's more than that three back. years. I think they run that three back. years. I would say four. I like three, I like four with avoidable. For Saquon sure. or for Daniel Jones? For for Jones. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, Saquon Saquon is four, probably four, and I think he's getting CMC money. Which which what is CMC money? Twelve. Yeah. I, I think, think four I think, years fifty. I would say it's twelve to thirteen. And I think there's avoidable on it. I do. I I think just because of injury history, I think they're going to avoid him, and I think they'll they, they'll respect him and make him the highest paid. I think, but both then of those they'll are go. Smart. Yeah. I think I like twelve and a half here. Yeah. Yep. Um. Let's go. Where was that one? It was just running past Tony Pollard. Stay, stay, because I think he's the next guy up. They're they're going to have the most expensive backfield in the history of the NFL. I would not be shocked if the if Zeke gets cut or traded to the Bills, who need a mm. who need a running back. I, I think that would be because uh, Zeke will be, would he be an absolute upgrade in that running back room for the Bills. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. Z- but he's running behind that offensive line, guys. I think he's a three-yard monster. I think that's all he is. I don't. I mean, I, don't know. I think he, I think he's like. I think Clay would be paying like 150 yards. cents on the dollar to to get Zeke compared to like what he would actually do. 
for their team. I just I would not be surprised if yeah. he's not in the Cowboys uniform this season. I wouldn't. Or, I would even, not be surprised if he is not playing for the Cowboys. Or or even like but before like the the the, the trade deadline. But then again. I would be surprised because Jerry Jones is stupidly loyal to bad players. That's true. I just don't, if Zeke goes somewhere, I don't think it's anywhere that a team is like, we need a running back to kind of complete our thing. Let's go get Zeke. Okay. Pollard. Four years. Disgusting. Is Pollard going to get the same, same contract? I think he's got to get the same contract as Saquon. I, I think he is like the 2023 NFL running back. Like with what he can do. I also think that there is a chance that they franchise him. I that's what I'm thinking. Like, that I, that would be smart. That yeah. would be the smartest thing for them to do. But again, it's Dallas, so we'll see. That's fair. Uh Josh Jacobs. He's getting franchised again or are they gonna pay this guy? I think they're paying him. He led the league in rushing. Four, five. I, I don't think they have any choice but to pay him if they want to be considered a serious franchise. Yeah. Four or five years. And they gotta be. They have to be CMC money because he led the league in rushing. So we're looking. We're looking at the twelve to fourteen marker. Fourteen yeah. is going to be the new running back number, by the way. Yeah. And I think he sets it. So yeah. I think it's. I think it's five years. I think. I think it's five years, seventy million. Even if it sucks to pay as an organization, like you can't be viewed as the team that like I think doesn't you pay your best players after they put up numbers like that for you. Um, I think. Yeah. I think they can squeeze a five years. Only twenty five. So it's the thirty. So like that final year, maybe you do a, a, that last year voidable, so something it, like that, and it falls off dramatically because we're we're in the low twenties here in terms of free agent rankings. Then we go down to the Miles Sanders. I think Miles Sanders is going to benefit if he waits. I think he signs early, he gets hosed, and he's probably in the three twenty seven marker. I wouldn't. I. I think if he waits, he can get the fourth year, and I think he can get closer to forty. I. But I don't think he's going to clip nine. I have this inkling that he may stay. Only if he doesn't get the contract offer elsewhere. But because I, the Eagles aren't going to pay him. They're not. They got they got guys they got to pay. We talked about yeah. They got to pay Gardner Johnson. And mm-hmm. they got to pay Hurts. They got to pay Hurts. You know what I wouldn't be surprised about entirely? They got to figure out the middle of their defense, by the way. If too. the Rams tried to do something. And get? Miles Sanders. Trey Miles Sanders. Not that I think he would be a, mm-hmm. like an incredible difference maker, but like given our for running your back team, situation, he might be. Yeah, yeah given our running back situation last year, and also knowing what Bingo. the Rams somehow do with the cap every year, um, we're also getting closer to now. Like the Rams actually have draft picks again. Yeah, uh, so we're kind of back in that window. It's like now we have more things to play with if they need to sweeten the deal. That would not surprise me. Um, the Cardinals, but I also Cardinals I, need a running back. I, I I'm leaning towards he either stays or he goes to like one of those teams. Hmm. I I actually really do like him in uh, uh, as a cardinal. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna go backwards really quick. Miles Sanders, Cardinal. I'm gonna go backwards real quick. Let's go to Saquon. I think he does stay, but let's see what the wheel says. The wheel. Wheel. The wheel on Saquon says. No, that can't be right. <laughs> the wheel on Saquon says the Falcons. Yeah, that's not happening. Because <laughs> the, the Falcons also will be without a runner. Just saying. That would and be, a quarterback. I would actually like that. Uh, I think it'd be cool, but I don't think happening. he'll do it. Uh, it almost. Saquon in the black, like murdered out Dude, Atlanta unis. Quadzilla. Well, yeah, it would be but, fire. But here, here's a team where it would be even better. They won't pay him because they suck at paying people. But the team it almost landed on was the Ravens. That yeah. would be amazing. That'd if be Lamar amazing. and Saquon were okay. playing together, here's what, here, here's what needs to happen. The Ravens need to do whatever they can to get DeAndre Hopkins and 
Purple. I like it. Oh, well, and and they they do they always have their draft capital. I think they're top mm-hmm. four in ter- terms of draft picks this year. I think they're like eleven or twelve, something like that. They have a lot, bro. If they if they come knocking and say, "We'll t- we'll give you a second and a fourth. I think you take it. Yeah, yeah. If you're the Cardinals, you're yeah. f- you're fresh starting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take it right now because yeah, and and they and to be honest, they owe it to D Hop because that's they're and they they're owe basically to Lam- and they owe it they owe it to Lamar Jackson. They've given him they've given him nobodies. Yes. Yes. And you're to. not going to have uh, Kyler Murray for like a majority of your season coming up. Yeah. That so. is probably accurate. Um, yeah, that'll be, that's a really interesting situation. Okay. Sorry. I just, I just no, that's my head. fine. That's fine. I, 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 it was very interesting. Uh, who's next? Okay. Pollard. Tell us says, almighty wheel. We think he's going to be the cowboy, but the they, the wheel says the Ravens. That is awesome. I I was Again, gonna say pretty good fit. I think Pollard is like of the guys on the list might be the one where you can just put him on like any team. I, any team would get better, pretty much. Yeah, a, 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 out of the team, backfield, he's good. A he's team good that doesn't receiving. already have like a, a, a dude, you know, like yeah. the, like the Four ers got a dude. Mm-hmm. The Giants got a well, they will pay for their dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he'll make go to any team, and it just fits. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, just for fun, I just want to see where the wheel says Josh Jacobs would go. I think he's absolutely a Raider. Yeah. Yeah. But. And with the Falcons. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Raiders. It went back to the Ravens again. Oh, the Raiders. All right, come on. This has got to be a different team. Let's, do, let's go to a different team. Because uh, I, I can pick a couple of these. We, we would love to see it. Make a loss at Bucks. Yes. Yeah. Josh Jacobs. Sure, that would be. If they have a quarterback, that I would, becomes real fun. I would, I would think that him and like Leonard it. Fournette are pretty similar runners. Yeah, Except but Josh he's got Jacobs hands is better right now. But yeah, yes, Josh yeah. Jacobs has hands. Josh Jacobs is explosive. Yeah, I, I in but inside the tackles. Yeah, like physicality. Yeah, they, they're both five yards. Physical. Like getting five yards. I think it's just uh, Jacobs is a big burst runner. I mean, he he can just take off the. But uh, I I want to list these teams out though. Like when you think about it, okay, we already said the Ravens, we said the Bucks, but it, the Bills are here. Uh, the Bears are here because they're probably going to lose Montgomery. By the way, Montgomery's available. I don't know how he's not on the top fifty-one uh, free agent list. Um, the Rams are here. The Dolphins are here. Montgomery might be a good pick for the Ravens because he can catch. Yeah, I, I like mean, that. There, there is a lot of teams that need running backs, and these aren't necessarily bad teams. The Bills, the Ravens, uh, Dolphins. You know, we've already made the uh, made the statement the Bucks are really just a few little things away from being good. They, I, I mean, even though they're a, a under five hundred playoff team, like they're just a couple pieces. But like, there's a lot of teams that do need running backs, and it's going to be really interesting to see where some of these guys land. Um, the uh, the last point uh, that I have on prospective free agency. Um, there's going to be a ton of defensive pieces. The kind of I can't think of a lot of free agent wide receivers this year. No, well, there are not a ton. That is true. Uh, but I mean, to be fair, a lot of the big ones that moved last year were all trades. Like Devonta Adams was a trade. Tyreek Hill was a trade. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of a lot of big big name wide receivers that are gonna hit the the market. Is coming to mind that um they're reworking Thielen right now. Is his cap number's too big? Yeah, but he'll uh, probably stay. Uh, yes. No, he said they were talking. He uh, he did an interview where he said, we're, we're working on that number right now. I can't picture uh, him in any other uniform. It, Godwin? Maybe. Oh, he might be. I feel like Godwin's up. 
Uh, I haven't done all my research, so I don't yeah. know all this stuff. Yeah, I know we're not head, there season, yet. Season ended a few days ago. Yeah. But no, I um there are some but there are some big uh there's some big names on the offensive line. Um Mr. Brown in uh Kansas City oh, yeah. is one of them. Um you know, there uh there's a uh, pain uh from Washington, uh best interior defensive lineman that's available. Um, you've got, was it uh, Hargrave in Philly? Um, there's, there's some big pieces that could move around. Hargrave had the most prolific pass rush numbers of any defensive tackle in the league this last year. So like, come to Seattle, baby. There's some, there's Please. some guys, uh, that are going to be moving. Um, and I was kind of looking, looking around and I understand like that's free agency is, is that's the way it always is. But, um, I think these teams that are good looking to be great. Those pieces are 100% available just looking through that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out Daniel Jeremiah's top 100. Um, go to NFL.com, check their 51 list. That's what we're pulling right now. But there's a lot of dudes out there that are going to have to move that are really quality. And it's going to be interesting to see where some of those bars get set in terms of duration, long contracts. Uh, some yeah. of these players are older. A lot of them are older on the defensive side of the ball. So they're, they're in that 29 to 31, 32 range. They're going to get shorter deals uh, for sure, but you're going to max out the dollar in the short term. Uh, half the league almost, by the way, is f- uh, $6 million to negative $55 million on cap space. Um, couple, it, To name a few teams that are right in the middle, 49ers, Chiefs, Eagles, all right in the middle in terms of cap space at the moment. Uh, and those teams have restructured deals. Uh, sh- the Chiefs have... Uh, Mahomes' deal, this restructure, <laughs> the Eagles can seemingly um, restructure their entire offensive li- and defensive line contracts, uh, Kelsey's included, um, or lose it, uh, depending on what he des- decides to do. Um, but like the 49ers, I think, have five. I was just looking at this the other day. Uh, Trent Williams, for instance, can give him $14 million on his restructure. I think George gives him eight. Um, it was, but there's three guys that can give them double digits. CMC can give them like five or six. So yeah. like they, the Niners can go from being, I think it's 9 million to, uh, the number I saw was 37, uh, real fast. P- plus they're obviously losing the Jimmy deal too. So they've got, they've got some money. The chiefs do have some money after that. The Mahomes restructure, they can get 15 and a half million there. So they'll be at 20 plus. And they're not, I mean, they're, they're paying Kelsey. They're paying, a couple of their own line, Mahomes. Yeah. Well, they, seemingly that money might go towards Brown. They may they may try and get him back for a couple more years. That that's what a lot of people think. I mean, that dude seems to be a chief. Yeah, um, zero sacks. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's some there's some restructures can happen for these really good teams. Uh, you know, the top four teams. Even the Bills got some uh, great deals that they can restructure. Allen's obviously included. Um. And they've got some defensive contracts they can move around too, and one or two of, that they can ditch. In terms of cap space, top five teams we got here: we got the Bears with ninety-four million. They got so much money; they can spend all the money. Uh, we got the Falcons at fifty-six. That's a huge gap. 90, 94 for the Bears, and then the second is fifty-six for the Falcons. Yeah. Then the Raiders, the Giants, and then the Texans. Yeah, that's why a lot of people have that Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders move because they can absorb the current contract, which Rodgers is not willing to let go of, by the way. Um, nor should he, because on a restructure, uh, he brings your cap number down to like twenty five oh million or something gosh. like that. Mm-hmm. And he Raiders some have so much dead money. Oh, they have a lot. 
Yeah. It's at $30 million in debt money. It's so bad. Which is number one. Is it number one? Okay, so the Saints must have moved some off because they were... The Saints... Theirs was real bad. Saints are at... uh, They're only at five. Million oh, well, then they must have fallen off in like one year because they, they had some nice dead money. I think the this Eagles, year the Eagles, the Eagles, Panthers, and Bears have a lot of dead money in the twenty million dollar range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the but there's there's you know there's so many things you can do now with the NFL structure. You also have cash over cap. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, is, they can literally just pay players extra money um, and go over said cap. And I uh, and not really technically get penalized for it in any way, shape, or form. Um, but you've you've just got to be willing to absorb the taxation uh, that comes along with doing that. And there are some ownership groups that are perfectly willing to do it, like the Saints, uh, like the Jets, uh, a few others uh, that you could name. But uh, that's that's a way that you can structure. You also uh, these voidable years. Um, you can essentially cut a guy and re-sign a guy like the Eagles did with Fletcher Cox last year um, and drop his salary down to nothing. There's all these beautiful arrangements that you can make when it comes to cap and signing players in the offseason, and there will be a bunch that do. Um, I was taking a look this last week at the uh, at Daniel Jeremiah's prospect rankings coming into this draft. And there's a couple of things that I just wanted to discuss before we call it here, because we are going to be we're going to be no episoding for a while until we get closer in on the draft, uh, which is our favorite episode. That's my favorite episode we ever did. Was yes. last year's draft, which I love it. Um, I have some bad news. Uh-oh. We are not going to be able to do our live draft episode because Grant and I have a commitment that Thursday of a certain event that we will both be attending <sighs> uh, that I did not realize fell on that Thursday until today. Just so you know, I wanted to make sure we were in the clear. We are not. So we're not going to be able to do our live draft, but we will be doing a draft preview episode. Uh, friend of the show and listener and contributor, uh, Mike, is uh, more than willing to hang out with us for that one. And so we will, we'll probably get his expertise. I know. I was looking forward to doing it. I uh, loved that episode. Loved it. But but Mike will come. He didn't mean he's heartbroken that Mike's going to hang out with us. But, no, no, no. Uh, Mike, but you're cool. My, Mike does a ton of uh, draft self-education, and he'll come pour into that episode and uh, probably makes us look stupid if we're being really honest. Because um, that guy, he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to what teams are going to do. What we were, we were like genuinely shocked. I mean, Mike called out a few of them right in front of us. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, and he had it pegged. So, um, we will. Uh, There's also so much nonsense we couldn't have tracked. No, yeah. no, so many trades, most was, trades ever for a first round. And yeah, I mean, but it was genuinely impressive to see him do it last year. So we'll look forward to getting to do a preview episode. We'll try and make it as close into the day of the draft, in case there's any trades or anything that happened. Um, but I just wanted to take a peek at it since we're going to be in no episode land here this next month, and um, touch on it really fast. Um, but. In terms of top five prospects, Bears hold that first pick, and it seems like they're going to get a King's Ransom for it. Now, there's been a ton of speculation on what could happen. There's a couple of teams that have multiple first-round picks. I think there's one team that is the most desperate coming into this draft that is going to try and get that number one spot. Who's your favorite? For the shoe. Because their division rival picks number two. Mm. And so I think, well, obviously, I think both these teams need quarterbacks. And I think that they're going to, afraid that maybe they may 
they, they that way the Colts have their pick of that draft because they pick fourth, I believe. Yeah. Or third. I believe they're fourth. So they're fourth. So they definitely, I feel like, need to get in there to get their guy, whoever that guy is. I think it's, I heard that they the like Bryce, the Bryce Young Bryce sweepstakes. Young. Apparently, Bryce Young is their guy too. Yeah. Um, the, there's a pretty big drop if you look at Daniel Jeremiah's stuff. Okay. Like he's he's got uh, he's I got think Stroud Colts, at eleven. I think the Colts are the most desperate team coming into this draft. I would agree, especially at the quarterback position. Yes. I think they're the most needy Be, by because, far. They struck out two years in a row because. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Philip Rivers was a, was yeah. was fine, but um, they've had nothing since Andrew Luck retired, right? Um, they 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 see this team, this roster that they can be, and they want to make sure that they this window can be open for this roster that is fairly talented roster. So you like them trading down to the Colts? I think what it's going to take though is more than an, obviously it's always if you're going to the first, it's got to be at least two ones plus whatever's. Right, you got to be willing to sacrifice because I because I think the Texans couple of years worth I think twos the Texans, and threes probably. I personally think the Texans are okay to float a year with Davis Mills for Caleb Williams next year. Mm, which I do like the Caleb Williams. Like I think I mean that guy, you don't want to talk guy about guys that extend plays. That guy's got that Mahomes dude, type play extension. I mean, he's all if he was in this draft, he'd be the number one pick. I agree with he you. He'd have been the number one pick the last like three years. Dude, that kid's really good. So like. I think the Texans are wait, are willing to float a year with Mills or get a Garoppolo for two years type of deal or do something like that. Go go, go get Baker. Like, I mean, something. Well, Dalton. Or Dalton. Yeah, you yeah, go I would, get, I'd take Dalton over. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, if you're just thinking one year. Like a one-year deal, yeah. yeah. But I, all, all I'm thinking, but I, I really think that the Colts. You think the Colts make the move to number I, one? I think they would. Back just because to, of who who picks number two. Yeah. Um, why am I brain farting? Who picks two? Say it again. Texans. Text, say two. Yes. No, that makes sense. But, um, oh man. Yeah, I can see that. I like that. Um, I, I also, I, I, I do, I know, I mean, I know it's weird. You, you only make this move just so everybody knows why we're talking about it specifically that way. The, you only make the move to one for a quarterback. It's the only reason you do it. You don't go Correct. to one unless this is like J.J. Watt, okay, you know, or his brother or whatever. Like, you know, like you don't you don't go make that move to one pretty much for anything that is not a quarterback. There is no running back that you would do this for. Not King Henry himself. Would you sacrifice your um, your team for like your future for you? Because it's so hard to build depth in the NFL you got to have a lot of pieces in place or just know that somebody's going to be there for 10 years and quarterbacks stay for a really long time. That's what they do. The marketability of those guys lends them to being in one geographic location for a really long time. So you make the move for a quarterback. It makes sense that the Colts do it. Um, it also, I mean, the Texans, Texans do have draft capital they and, and to just flip from two to one is not near as big a price tag as four to one. And so it would make sense that the Texans try and make that move as well and just keep everybody out of it. You definitely could see them sacrificing the extra first round pick and a load of whatever to get there. Um, they'd even be willing to give up a young player. They don't care. They got a brand new head coach. No, no loss to them. I mean, don't get me wrong. Indianapolis kind of in the same boat. If we're just being honest, because they got a brand new coach. Yep. They screwed up the quarterback position for two years in a row. They're literally in the same boat. 
Um, but I think the expense is just less for the Texans, so it makes more sense to see the Texans pull the trigger. There's literally no expectations for the Texans. None. And there is some for the Colts when you have Jonathan Taylor, you have Michael Pittman, you have Shaq Leonard. Like yeah, you, have, you have some, and, and you have Quentin their history. Nelson. You have their owner. Their owner is nuts. Yeah, and he wants to win at all costs, all the time. Yeah. Um. Well, go spend the stinking money on somebody named not Matt Ryan if you want to win. Just saying. But uh, yeah, that'll be really interesting. We'll see what they do. Number of quarterbacks taken in the first round. A lot of people have this at four. Um, they're so talking they, because of the kid from Florida, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, they they got uh, so they've got Stroud. They've got. Young, they've got Levis, and they got Anthony Richardson. I've seen. Trying to find it real quick. There's one other one. Why am I? I don't know if there's a whole lot of. It's getting late, so my brain's turning off. Yeah, I. I think it's three. I I could see four from the perspective of somebody trading in towards the end of round well, one. I, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if a team like trading into thirty one because there's only thirty one draft picks this year. That's true. Thank you. Shout out, shout out, Miami. Hey, um, I'm looking at now. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a team like the Wash, like the Commanders, drafted Will Levis at, here at sixteen. I'm looking at the draft yeah. right now. Yeah, something like that. Don't hate that because they got Sam Howell, who Ron Vera said they're going to try and roll with. But come on, uh, serious. Did we all think the same thing when we saw that quote? Like. Mm-mm. They're not really going to run. You guys should go. Should go for... after Baker or something like that. That's Seriously. that's probably better. A like, better option. They they do not want to go run the season with Sam Howell, and that's not to say Sam Howell is going to be bad. Dude, a doesn't look durable. B hasn't proven that he can roll it like yeah. literally. And you're going to bank a whole season on that guy when your riverboat Ron and your your age? Nah, I doubt it. Yeah. Um. No, I don't. I don't hate going and getting young. Also, don't hate getting um. And they they just can't attract free agents though. Like they have a bad owner, and oh, so they awful. they literally can't go get free agents. Well, so you probably gotta do gotta go get somebody. Apparently, young. this is the closest ever been for the team to be on the market. So yeah, well, let's let's get it done. Let's get it. Done. We will. None of us will be sad uh, that that team gets sold real Screw fast. Uh, seriously, uh, go play in traffic. Um, the <laughs> uh, the so other. I think three. To answer that question, quarterbacks. I think it's going to be three. Yeah, I think people will hold off on Anthony Richardson. We talked about him a lot today, um, but the Eagles uh, get to do the reload. They got two first round draft picks. Uh, one of them, I think, is sitting at six, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, no, is it? It's down. Is it ten? D- ten. Sorry. So they got, got ten the, and thirty. Who's got the stupid six pick? Six. I know you're looking at the sixth pick is the Lions from the Rams. That's what it was. I was like, there's a trade pick. I thought that's what it was. So they've got 10 and then they've got 30 than the Eagles do. Um, and, and the reason I want to talk about them is because they are a reload team. If they're at 10, uh, you know, Robinson's not going to be there running back from Texas. He's, I think he's getting taken in the first seven or eight. Um, because there's going to be a running back needy team in that range. Um, it's not going to be not going to be the Lions. Though. Falcons need a running back. Yeah, Falcons need a lot though. Falcons do. Um, but I do like I do like uh, what's his name uh, Gibbs from uh, Alabama is going to be there around the end of the first. And Jeremiah's got him in top thirty. Uh, I think thirty or thirty one actually. I think it's a great fit 
for the Eagles if they they want to go young. That would make a ton of sense. Um, but for that ten pick, that gets really interesting because they I could do the anything. Saints do, from, the, the Saints pick at twenty nine. I could see them going young. Yeah, back. they do need a second running back, and they they could use somebody that can run between the tackles for sure. Um, they, that's a good fit too. But but just on the Eagles' end of it, that ten pick is really interesting. I, I, you know, I don't know why I thought it was six for a moment, but <laughs> the ten pick's really interesting because what do they really really need? Probably a safety, but it depends on what happens with their offensive line and what they do with the interior of their defensive line because there's some good options on the O-line and defensive line, especially if you're considering the right side of the offensive line, which is a possibility for them. Uh, again, that guard slot could open up, and that could make a lot of sense. Um, they they could use a safety. There's a few of them available. Um, I don't know. I, like, I just like that 10 spot. I think there's going to be a ton available, but when you're a reload team, it's just a cool conversation because for a lot of teams in the top 10, they have to go get what they need. The Lions, even though they have a really good pick there at six, they still have to go get a need. They yeah. have to. Um, and a linebacker, something like that would be great for the Lions. They they could use somebody to cog up the middle. That's for dang sure. Um, you or know, D-line. They, yeah, they could, go, they could go pass rusher again, go opposite Aiden Hutchinson, who had a good rookie season for sure. Um, and it's going to be a beast once they take some pressure off of him with a, with a better uh, back half of the defense that gives him more than, you know, two seconds to reach a quarterback. Um, but like genuinely just thinking about what that top 10 normally is, it's going to be really cool to see a team who just went to a Super Bowl draft in the top 10 and what Dude, they could they do were, with that. They were at one point in line to get a top five pick. Right, right. Like, no, it drifted on them. It yeah. did. It's I, I think that's gonna be really interesting. And then we already mentioned it, but do do the Ravens take a receiver? That was a big question I had just I looking think, ahead to I, the I draft. Think they, they go get DeAndre Hopkins and draft a wide receiver. That would be dope. If, I if, mean, if, if you sign Lamar, Lamar, that'd be cool. If you stick with Lamar, which I mean, you definitely should. So take Ravens. your first round pick, spend it on the receiver, then take your second and your fourth, hand it out for, for D Hop, and go freaking ball out. And you still got sign Lamar, and then you in a second round pick draft a running back. You got no, they third. Well, if they go ship the second, that's what I'm saying. Ship the second. Oh, right, right, right. Well, then go sign David Montgomery. There go you sign go. Miles Sanders. I mean, and and not and this. I'm not trying to disrespect Dobbins, but the dude can't stay on the field. Yeah. So like, get somebody to work with that. Montgomery is Dobbins, by the way. Uh, just throwing that out there with more catches, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Take so some pressure off Lamar to keep him on the field. I like that fit, but my, I just wonder how much you're gonna have to pay Montgomery. I, I would think his number is seven or eight. I don't think he's gonna get Pollard's money. So like, which which I think Pollard's gonna be. I mean, Pollard's gonna be in that thirteen, twelve and a half. We said I mean, that earlier. Ravens might be in a window where it's like you don't have a choice. Go pay somebody. Go pay yeah. somebody because. Yeah. If you're I mean, I honestly like pretty much any running back with that that Ravens run scheme, the way they run the ball. There's not a whole lot of running backs. You get wouldn't. a lot of opportunity. Yeah, you are. I mean, it's 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 just interesting. I I think the one thing I just want to say going into the draft, there is so much potential when it comes to uh to the the area of linemen in the first round this year, both um, offense and defense. Yes, the, both sides of the ball. Teams should be spending heavily. Skill position wise, it's rare that we see two running backs taken in the first round, just because uh, the the amount of them that are good and the the fact that systems matter uh, so much in the NFL. Um, you know, we see much more wide receivers taken in the first round. 
Uh, there's just a few of them this year. Uh, Addison comes to mind. Um, you know, but there, there's a few guys that at the receiver position. Well, I think if you take it and go, okay, 30, 31 picks, there's four quarterbacks. That's what I think happens. You got 27 left. I think there are two running backs. That puts it at 25 uh, left. And then I genuinely think that there are two tight ends. One of them, by the way, Oregon State, um, the, uh, for those of you that are local to us, um, that, that could be taken in the first round, take that down to 23. And then realistically, um, you're going to spend, I think, 18 to 20 picks on offensive and defensive line. So then you're really just sitting there running back and, or I mean, uh, sorry, a wide receiver and corner and safety. There's only one or two linebackers that even make sense, but really you got to hash all that out between like five or six spots. Yeah. So there's just, there, that's how good the offensive and defensive lines are on the top end. Then you get to project land, I think, once you hit the start of the second round for a lot of these offensive and defensive line. There's really just 10 elite on each side of the ball. And so uh, we seeing how important that is when you get to um, the high-end level of success in the NFL, man, you got to go get it right now. And you got teams that can just reload so they can afford that too. So like if the Eagles or if the Chiefs decide, man, we're just, we just need to restock here in the trenches, Dude, they can go do that and not worry about it. I mean, shoot, if if the Eagles are like, man, we can go get a running back. We can go get this. We can go get that. Those guys could take the best available offensive and defensive line with those first two picks at 10 and 30. Mm-hmm. And man, how incredible they're going to be and leave some of these skill positions out and not even care. Like it won't even matter to them genuinely. So I think it's just really amazing how, how that's going to shake out and how far some of these skill position players can fall. Mm-hmm. And and that's very real for this draft. So it's just going to shake out to be pretty stinking interesting when it comes to it. Again, don't expect another another quarterback necessarily. Um, you know, I, I know we're talking a lot about Bryce Young. I, I mean, if somebody falls in love, CJ Stroud makes a lot of sense in the top five. But you may not see another quarterback go until almost twenty. Um, I think guys may trade down to take a quarterback in the in the first round, not necessarily up this year. Uh, because I don't, I don't think Richardson that. is worth a ton p- personally. Um, and somebody's going to be dumb and fall in love with Levis. But I'm telling you, the dude is not an NFL quarterback. Don't listen to Mel Kuyper who says he looks just like Josh Allen. Yeah, sure. I'm sure he looks just like him. Also, Remember what, every quarterback comparison nowadays. It's like, oh, if they, mm-hmm. if they, if they hit their ceiling, they can tall. be the next Patrick Mahomes. They can be the next Josh Allen. Like, yeah, if. Do you realize how perfect <laughs> of a situation Patrick Mahomes landed in? Yeah. He got the best offensive Coach of all time. What did he get taken at 13? 12. 12. Yeah. And they, 11 they, they, teams passed on him. The Bears did. Yeah. Did you imagine? For Mr. Sure, Trubisky. Pretty sure the 49ers did for too. Mr. Trubisky. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. The 49ers definitely did too. Yeah, well, at least you didn't <laughs> trade up for Mr. <Mitch> Trubisky. <laughs> that is also true. Uh, that may be the worst. Oops. Like in the draft. It's a bad beat. My B. I mean, my that, B. that's up there with the Vikings just forgetting to draft. I think I think those two are just pretty high. No, up. I, no, I think when you purposefully get Mitch Trubisky, that's <laughs> yeah. worse than literally forgetting. <laughs> to draft, you know, yeah. Oh, you know, uh, on the uh, on the drafting thing, I was just looking today. Um, you guys, it's Jimmy and Derek Carr are the same class. It's fourteen. Really? Yeah, same class. And Sounds about right. 
Yeah. I, and somebody literally today goes, you, you know whose career you're taking right now, right? Like 100%. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I, I want to I go back to that while we're ending. You're just, just stuck say, on that. You're just no, sitting I just in your think head. it's funny. It's I forgot sitting to bring in it up earlier. It's sitting in his head. That's what it is. But I was just thinking about it, and I was like, man, he has two Super Bowl rings. He's been to three. I understand Jimmy has two backup Super Bowl rings. Okay. Uh, you know, like that. Oh, yeah, he does. I totally he forgot. He does. Yeah. He's I totally forgot these were the rings. Patri- like, I just, I don't think of Jimmy, I just picture him in the Niners uniform. I don't remember that he was. He has been, he's been, a f- uh, I think it's six, five or six championship games. I just think of him overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. I don't think about that ever. I think about it. It makes I, me, it helps me sleep at night. Oh, I think about it not, most of the time. I also think about Emmanuel Sanders not diving for that ball, dang it. Um, so I do think about that, too. I think about both ends of that. Jimmy, you clearly overthrew him. Emmanuel, where was Could that jump? a little bit of effort. You, I, I just, you gave up on that ball, I feel like, a little bit. Um, but, uh, no, I, I was just sitting there, and, and I made this comment to somebody. I was like, yeah, it's, which... Which career would you rather have? And I'm like, oh, I know which one I'd rather have. And he goes, dang. He's like, it's weird to think that you would rather have Jimmy G's career than Derek Carr because you think, like, just from an arm standpoint, a talent standpoint. Are we including the injuries, though? You're like, bingo. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not like Carr's without that, too. Like, he's got a big one. He's yeah, but Jimmy's one. had multiple. One. Also, but... Jimmy had one big one. Who's made more money? Oh, I mean, ankle and crud. I wonder who's made more money because Jimmy had that big contract, the twenty-eight million dollars, and that was big. Yeah, Derek Carr has a minute where he was, you know, highest paid. paid. There's a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a, that was still a good deal by Lynch. Just saying, <laughs> that was a good. Well, deal. hey, it's we've been going two and a half hours. Yeah, I know we need to shut up, but I just don't want to stop talking about football. So because when um, we talk about it, it's it's over. Yeah, if we stop talking about it, then it ends, right? Yeah. It's it's like Neverland. Don't cry. Be, it ends here. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah. Smile because it's another yeah. season where it's, the Niners have not won a championship this century. <laughs> you know, our teams have won one. <laughs> yeah. Ao high five. I mean, technically, the Rams have won multiple this century because it was ninety nine two thousand. Mm. So. Oh well, I mean, in the cent- you're right in the century. Yeah. Because they, they won in two thousand. I will give you that. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. So I mean, we're gonna be literal. I th- we can all rejoice because the same is true for the Dallas Cowboys. The, what is what Amen. we all agree on, and what everybody agrees on that listens to this podcast is no way but, you are and, a Cowboys and, fan. And you guys and you like have at least show. you know been to an NFC Championship game, yeah, and Super Bowls. That's true. That time, but literally, literally everyone that listens to us talk endlessly about football hates the Dallas Cowboys. And if you listen to this show and you like the Dallas Cowboys, you need to find another show to watch. Listen or, to. Or we, I, I, I applaud you for your mental fortitude. You, yeah. The only reason you're here, though, is because you are the Micah Parsons of podcast listeners and you just can't stop. You're going to prove them all wrong and you just need to listen to yeah. us till yeah. you do so that you can throw it in our faces, whatever you want to do. Like, cool for you, but we know you don't exist. So, uh, yeah, let's just go out on that. The Cowboys lost again, boys. Another successful Amen. season. It was a great it's season. A gr- the yeah. best. It was the a great best. season. The streak is alive. The yeah. streak continues. We will see you in the 23-24 NFL uh, business year, at least. And we will see you when we're back for the, uh, what is it called? It's the draft preview. The draft preview. Thank right. you for sticking around with us this year. It's a good season. Yep. Here's okay. to a good Super Bowl. Good season. Here's to the NFC West continuing to dominate as long as it's the 49ers. All right. Let's go. Let's go.